Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here we go. Here we go. Here it comes. Welcome back, guys. This one goes out to um, all the safe sexes. Candlelight and soul forever A dream of you and me together Say you believe it Say you believe it Free your mind of doubt and danger Be for real, don't be a stranger We can achieve it We can achieve it Come a little bit closer, baby Get it on, get it on, cause tonight is the night when two become one. I need your love like I never needed love before. Gonna make love to you, baby. Had a little love, now I'm back for more. Gonna make love to you, baby. Set your spirits free, it's the only way to be. Silly games that you were playing Empty words we both were saying Let's work it out for girl Any deal that we endeavour Boys and girls feel good together Take it or leave it Take it or leave it Are you as good as I remember, baby? Get it on, get it on, cause tonight is the night when to become one. I need some love like I never needed love before. Gonna make love to ya, baby. I had a little love, now I'm back for more. Gonna make love to ya, baby. Set your spirit free, it's the only way to be. I'm miming playing the guitar in case you're wondering what I'm doing. Here's the message about Johnny's. Be a little bit wiser, baby. Put it on. Put the condom on. Because tonight is the night when two become one. Don't you know now I need some love like I never needed love before. I'm going to make love to you, baby. Had a little love, now I'm back for more. I'm gonna make love to ya, baby. Need some love like I never needed love before. Gonna make love to ya, baby. Had a little love, now I'm back for more. Gonna make love to ya, baby. Set your spirits free. It's the only way to be.
Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Good evening. It's great to be back here after um, having a few nights off. Uh, the late night alternative is back, and, and Catherine is here. God, I think Mo- I need a shower. More importantly, have we got any J-cloths just to wipe down the studio? More importantly, <laughs> let's open the show with Paul Akimbola. Good evening, Paul. Hello. Thanks very much, Paul. Now, the way the show works, dear listener, is you can call in about absolutely anything you want. But I've decided that we're going to make the show an actual show. By the way, tonight's show is not canon. This exists outside the Ian Leaverse, okay? It exists outside the Ian Leaverse. It is not canon, so you do not, Catherine, have to enter any of the uh, things that are discussed today into the show Bible. Good. It's just basically um, a Can way... Can I go against type? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. This is just a way to get more money for the same old tat right. from the fans. That's what we're doing tonight. It's not canon, so we'll be doing all kinds... We'll be wearing different costumes and saying different things. It's just a way to get more tat from the listeners, more money from the listeners for the same old tat. Okay? Excellent. Okay, I'm in. 0344 499 is the telephone number. Roll up! Roll up wherever you are while the food is still hot. Come and um, shove your faces into the trough of chat. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Lots to talk about this evening, including the Spice Girls are the greatest group of all time. And I'm an idiot for not realising it. But before that, let's go to the second call of the evening. It's Paul Akimbola. Good evening, Paul. Hello. Thanks very much indeed. Now, mean but funny. 0344 499 1000. The Spice... Now, I like... I've always liked the Spice Girls, okay? But I, I'm only really that familiar with the, the early hits. Wannabe, the one we're in the desert in the PVC stuff, and the song he just sang there, the Johnny song. Okay. Um, uh, and I've seen them in concert. I went with um, sometimes talk radio presenter James Max, um, who I think brought along his younger brother. And um, we had an absolutely cracking evening. It was delightful. I mean, a really good show. I'm not that familiar with the later stuff, particularly not the stuff sans Jerry, okay? Because I kind of... But my youngest, my five-year-old, loves the Spice Girls. So I bought him on Amazon for 68 pence. Um, I bought him the best of the Spice Girls. And we've been away. Just me and the boys all weekend. Been away. And um, boy, oh boy, did they play that Spice Girls CD to death. Not all of it. They wouldn't let me play the whole thing through. Daddy, this was the order we had them. Daddy, can we have track seven, which is um, Colours of the World, Spice Up Your your Life, life, Every Boy, Every Girl. Can we have track nine, which is Stop Right Now, Thank You Very Much. Daddy, can we have track 13, which is... Holla, 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 come on. Holla, 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 come on, come on. Holla, 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 come on. Holla, 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 come on, come on. Now, that one is the most dated of the four I was allowed to hear because it's got it's got a man doing a rap on it. It's got someone's voice on there that isn't a Spice Girl and it kind of dated it a little bit. I didn't, I didn't know Holla and I found it very cute that my five-year-old knew all the words to a Spice Girls song that I didn't know. But because we heard that song approximately 365 times over the um, weekend, I now know 
what the lyrics are. It is, Catherine. I don't know how familiar you are with Very. Holla, 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 come on. Holla, 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 come on, come on. It's filth. So my five-year-old little boy, and he sings it. He really sings it, goes for it, right? So the lyrics are, I want to make you holla, or as he calls it, holla. Because mm-hmm. of the holla, 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 come on. So you go, go can we play holla? Sounded a little bit, I, thought, I don't remember them doing, an, uh, you know, a, a, a Muslim song. But they didn't. Halami? No? Move on. Okay. I want to make you holla. Come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me see you holla. Imagine us together. Boy, don't you hesitate. It's my five-year-old son is singing mm. this. I won't keep waiting for you to come and let me take you to, to my, my fantasy, fantasy room. room. Now, in his head, that probably means there's loads of Xboxes there. So I'm okay with that. You're going to like it there. And all the things that I do, I'll treat you right all through the night. That means to him loads of pom bears, I would imagine. So he's going to, the fantasy room, there's, there's a lady inviting him to a room that's packed full of Xboxes and has shed loads of um, pom bears. Delicious. Then he goes, um, uh, uh, we can do anything. I'll take you all the places you want to be. Mm-hmm. I'll be your fantasy. Everything you want, you will find in me if you play my game, yeah. Now, that is getting a little bit near the knuckle. And my five-year-old... No, I didn't, I didn't mean that. Am I, am I boys singing it? Yeah. So what are you going to do? Now that I've got you with me, you've got to show me, boy... Because nothing comes from free. Comes for free. Start from the bottom and work your way up slowly. Don't be afraid to play my game. We can go all night long. I'm guessing in his head playing Lego Star Wars. Yeah, no bedtime. Doing things you thought you would never. And (laughs) I will. I'll try and record him. Go. My five-year-old son going. Doing things you thought you would never do. (laughs) Oh no! It's weird. And uh, now I know, because, you know, I mean, uh, so I had to um, redress the balance by playing lots of Wings Over America, live 1976, to try and redress the balance. But then you got the Paul McCartney song, Hi, 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 I'm going to do it to you, going to do your sweet banana like you've never been done, like a rabbit going to grab it, going to have it in the midday sun. You ever heard that song? Good grief. I'm going to do it to you, going to do your sweet banana like you've never been done, like a rabbit going to grab it, going to have it in the midday sun. Maka. We're going to get high, high, high. What's this song about, Dad? Well, it's a man who's very much in love with her. Young lady, and um, they do going that. in a plane. Um, so, but here's the conclusion I've come to, right? And there is no, there is no irony here. There is no tongue in cheek. The Spice Girls are flipping brilliant, and all of them are brilliant. All of them are brilliant, right? No, no, no. Go, go on. P- pick a weak link. Jerry, I, I didn't mind when she went. No, no. She no. was fun and all. She was fun. She was like but, the mother. But she can't sing for Toffee. No, she can. Nah. She, no, she can. Nah. She can. I, I, and I like the fact that there are five voices. Now, of course, they're doing a bit of auto-tune on there. I've got no problem with that. It's pop. I've got not a problem with someone. I mean, I listened to the last Paul McCartney album today, new, and you're thinking, well, he's got auto-tune on there. I've got no problem with bands using auto-tune. I couldn't care less. If it makes a great record, I'm in. Uh, um... Oh, dear, we've got loads of Pauls lined up, but that can only be bad news for the uh, listener. Um, I can't forgive Jerry for lift me up. That one. I can forgive her anything. Oh, no. But 
it, and, I, and everyone knows that, that Mel C was the strongest voice in the yeah, Spice Girls. Right. I think she's one of the best singers ever. I'm not going to say period because that's stupid. That means full stop in American. I'm not saying that. But I think she's one of the best singers, period. I said it. I, I had to say it. I couldn't think of another way of, of emphasising my point. I think she's one of the best singers ever. And i tell you why I think she's so brilliant, right? Because she's got the, the range. She's got the range. But also... Even, and, and the Spice Girls do it a bit, and I noticed this, and it's disappointed a little bit. They, they kind of, the later songs, they kind of start singing in an American accent. The earlier ones, they do it in British. The later ones, like headlines and things, headlines is a great, let's make the headlines, you and me. It's brilliant. Can't bit believe when, you've only just discovered the Spice the Girls. The bit when the band stops and it's just the strings going, oh man, it's sublime. But um, but towards the end they start doing American accents, right? And um, uh, 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 and e- but even when Mel C is kind of Americanizing things a little bit, you can still hear her Northern accent. Scouse. She's she's got that Northern accent all the way through. And I can't think. And you can correct me, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I can't think of another British singer. Where you can hear that they're from the north of England when they sing uh, 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 Boyle. Early Scylla. Yes. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Give me an Early Scylla, Scylla um, song. Um, step inside, love. She says love. Yeah. And she says, where the curse of the day. I wonder if that's because it's written by McCartney. Uh, are there other examples that you can cite, please? Um, okay. Yeah. What's, it, what, what's it all about, Alfie? What's it all about? Mm. Alfie! Um, I'm not singing Alfie. What am I singing? What's it all about? Alfie! What song am I singing? I have no idea. Uh, Just bear with me a second. Uh, Alfie! I'm singing a kink song. Uh, dandy, dandy, did a little lump. Um, I'm singing "Dandy" by the Kinks. All right, yes. Here's another silly one. Then, yes. Where she be- should- bear in, by, by the way, just bear in mind. For the first time, this show today was advertised in the Sun. So we have, in the first 15 minutes, literally scared off all of the thousands of new listeners that tuned in because they saw that advert. That's, that's okay. That'll do. Go on. Love of the loved. Yeah. She does it in that as well. That's a Lennon McCartney song. Can we find yeah, but it's one? Early Scylla, cause no, she got, I know. Because George uh, Thingy made us stop singing in a Scouse accent. Okay, but can we find an Early Scylla song? I'm not. I'm not disputing you. I just. I just. If I go to court on this, I wanna. I wanna know that this case is waterproof. hundred percent. Can we find an Early Scylla song that's not a Lennon McCartney composition? Because the odds are they might have been in the studio as well. All right. All right. And they'd have sung it to her, and they, she would have just mirrored them. I've been listening can we to a find lot of Scylla lately. An early Scylla Black song where we can hear. That she's a northern, a northern uh, powerhouse. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. While we're looking, I tell you what. Let's pay the rent. Let's play some ads. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hello to all the brave new listeners that saw the advert in the Sun. Uh, that we've we've only been on air for about sixteen months. And at last, an advert has been taken out to promote the show. What page were we on, Catherine? Oh, not... I don't know. It was underneath Dan Wooden. I've not seen the advert with my own eyes. So let's just flick through 
because I've seen it on Twitter. An advert for the show. An advert for the show. Oh, it's not on that Dan Wooden's page. Oh. Um. You got today's? Oh, yes, I have. Well, don't tell me we weren't in every edition. What? Um, hang on, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. This is, uh, here we go, we're on pa- the, oh, fantastic, fantastic. The company that owns us, so the adverts are free, have put us on page 31, Kath. Thir- page 31. The we- famous page 31. The very famous page 31. We are there, and at least I got the name of the show right, the late night, or t- it looks good, doesn't it? Well, I mean, there's someone obviously missing from the picture, but apart from well, that, yeah, Sam's so- Sam's not been here long enough to uh, to warrant that. But um, there we go, page page thirty. Just and we all know, we, know your market. Put in the know. sun, I could undo uh, a button. Oh uh, well, listen, the way I'm going, I've got I've got bigger tits than anybody here at the moment. <laughs> so, um, but they're they're on their way. Uh, so everybody that's joined us because of the advert, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It is as the advert says, the late night alternative. We're not going to be slagging off um, blacks or Muslims, or uh, homosexuals. So if you've tuned in for that, some readers, uh, I'm sorry, you need to go back to the other place. Um, But if you've tuned in for some light-hearted banter where we try and find northern singers uh, that you can hear a northern, then you're very, very welcome. The phone number is 0344 499 1000. Catherine claims to have found somebody who fits the bill. I mean, a Gallagher brother, Liam. Sunshine. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll give you that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You definitely. Can't not give me no, that, you're absolutely you, really? right. You're absolutely right. Spot on. Well, that is tonight's um, phoning, guys. Um, the phoning. You can phone in about anything you want, but the main thrust of the phoning is: Can we find northern singers who sound northern? Um, Formby, of course. Clearly. What instrument does George Formby play? Uh, banjo, isn't it? No, mate, no. Uke? Nope, 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 nope. Um. Oh. <laughs> Is that him? It's his latest stuff. Hang on a second. I recognise this. Don't you know it's going too fast? Racing so hard, you know it won't last. Don't you know? Why can't you see? Slow it down, read the signs. There we go. That's that's. I think that's my favourite Spice Girl song. But Brilliant. Maybe, maybe we'll do it later. No, 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 no. He doesn't doesn't play any of those instruments. What does he play? If you don't know, you don't know. If you don't oh, know, yeah, I don't, don't. Not bothered really. No. Well, he plays um, the banjo lele. Oh, shut up! What? It's an instrument. His songs are filthy as well. You know the the black the song about stick of Blackpool Rock. It's about his dick. No, it's not. No, come on then. Right, let's get this. Hang on a second. The phones are going nuts, by the way. Uh, Blackpool Rock. What's his name? George Formby. Yeah, that's the fella. George Formby. It's not. Lyrics. Oh, it's all about... It's his... not about little George. With me little stick of... There we go. Um... <laughs> oh, listen to this. This is brilliant, right? These are the actual lyrics. Every year, when summer comes around, off to the sea I go. I don't care if I do spend a pound, I'm rather rash, I know. See me dress like all the sports in my blazer and a pair of shorts. With my little stick of Blackpool rock along the promenade I stroll. It may be sticky, but I never complain. 
Oh, that was a pop-up has come. It may be sticky, but I never complain. It's nice to have a nibble at it now and again. Every day, wherever I stray, the kids all around me flock. One afternoon, the band conductor up on his stand somehow lost his baton. It flew out of his hand. So I jumped in his place and then conducted the band with my little stick of Blackpool Rock. A girl, while bathing, clung to me. My wits I had to use. She cried, I'm drowning, and to save me, you won't refuse. I said, well, if you're drowning, then I don't want to lose my little stick of Blackpool Rock. Uh... With my little stick of Blackpool Rock, along the promenade I stroll. In the ballroom I went dancing each night. No wonder every girl that danced with me stuck to me tight. Because he's got a... No, because he's got rock. I mean, if you never had rock, it does get very sticky in the heat. Every day, wherever I stray, the kids all around me flock. A fellow took my photograph. It cost one and three. I said when it was done, is that supposed to be me? You've properly mucked it up. The only thing I can see is me little stick of Blackpool Rock. You're a pervert. Oh, I'm not the one singing songs uh, like that. 0344 499 uh, Loads of people phoning in. I will get to those phone calls at some point. I'm just, I've just not heard the sound of my own voice. And I've not had conversation with adults since Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Uh, I went away with the boys, and uh, we loved the Spice Girls. We celebrated the Spice Girls. We rented a cottage. Because we were going to go to Centre Parks, right? But for the, th- for the three of us... The three nights at Centre Parks was nine hundred quid, right? Nine hundred quid, and then you go. Then it says, "Do you want to? Do you want to check in early at two o'clock? Two o'clock's not an early check-in, as far as I'm concerned. That's an extra forty-five quid. So we're over. We're, we're close to a grand, right? And I was just about to book it. And I thought, oh, I'll just double check that you get all of the activities included. I'm glad I double-checked, because you don't. You get access to the pool and a few others, but that's it. So all of the, 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 the activities and the sessions, you've got to book up in advance and pay for. And when there's three of you, I, I worked out we could easily have spent 300 quid a day, a day, on activities. So we rented a cottage via the wonder of Airbnb, 75 quid a night, the edge of the new forest. It was absolutely flipping brilliant. It was tiny and it was clean. And the lady whose cottage it was left us cake. She left us cake. And she left the table set for three because I told her it was going to be the three of us and the boys slept in the same room. And we had the most marvellous time. Now, here's the thing. Thursday, we went horse riding, pony trekking. Um, and then we went to a beach and we had brilliant sunshine Thursday evening. So we just stayed on the beach all evening and had fish and chips by, by the sea. On the Friday, we went to Monkey World, the coolest place in the world. I've sent you an email, Catherine. Those guys want to come on and talk yep. about an event they're doing. And I'm more than happy to do that because Monkey World is just wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And then we went to the Tank Museum, which was, well, let's just say... There was a lot of tanks there, guys. A lot of tanks. And here's the thing. Uh, we, we, you walk in and you pay quite a bit of money. I haven't been to the tank museum for 40 years. Imagine. And um, you walk in through the first bit and it's it's done out like um, a, a, a recruitment office for the First World War with dummies in, right? And my youngest walked in, burst into tears and ran out. I said, what's wrong? He said, I don't like dummies. I said, what do you mean? He said, well, I don't like dummies. I said, right. The whole thing is, there's, there's, 
There's gonna, and I'm trying not to get angry because I've just spent a fortune. It's all, the, there's, there are gonna be dummies everywhere. I can't do it, I can't do it. I said, what are you scared of? He says, well, supposing they come alive. I said, this is not Doctor Who. They were, but he can't do it. So all the bits with dummies, I had to carry him while he pushed his head into my chest and was sobbing. The seven-year-old also doesn't like dummies. I wasn't going to carry him as well. So I had to hold his hand while he pushed his chest, his, his head into my bum so that he couldn't see anything. And we had to go, we went through and, and then a lot of it isn't dummies, but we had these, um, well, if you've got kids, these they give you little activity things, okay? And you have to get stamps at different sections. You have to find these different stamps, get the stamps, and then you could win a badge. And I realised we'd missed a stamp right at the very beginning. So we had to go all the way back through the World War One trenches, past the dummies. And some of the dummies were cu- quite macabre. They were quite macabre. Uh, uh, because they were like injured soldiers. It was horrific, Catherine. It was horrific! Those places are always run by old fellas who are very, very good at compiling yeah. things, but not too good at dressing windows. I yeah. mean, sometimes those dummies are terrible. Oh, no, the, no, the thing, these dummies were too good. Oh. They'd obviously, they've obviously spent a few quid there at the Bovingdon Tank Museum, because they were, were, they, they were, the dummies were Horrific, if I'm honest. They were horrific. You know, people blown to pieces oh from World word. War One. They were they were horrific. Um, so we did that. But here's the point I'm getting to. And Jerry and Bill and Paul and uh, uh, Paul Akimbola. I, I will come to you in a minute. I promise, I promise, I promise. Here's what, here's what I want the thrust of today's show to be. And we'll look through the papers because I've been told we have to. Right, but Bournemouth is flipping brilliant. We went to Bournemouth for the day on s- s- Saturday. We went to, um, we went to, um, where did we go? We went crabbing in the morning at Muddiford Keys. Crabbing. I've never been crabbing before. You've been crabbing? No, I've we, seen it happen. We caught crabs. We caught six crabs. We cheated. We had the crab lines and we also had a crab net, which is kind of cheating, but we we caught crabs every which way but loose. We caught six crabs in 20 minutes. And um, uh, the boys said, should we throw them back? I said, no, we're going to stove their heads in and eat their flesh. And we did. Um, so we went crabbing, and then we went to Bournemouth, right? Now, Bournemouth is a bit of a joke, but it's where you go to die. It's God's waiting room, all that kind of stuff, right? It was flipping brilliant. We had the best day ever at Bournemouth. We went to the arcade. We went along the pier. They've got um, a zip wire from the end of the pier onto the beach. We went to... Um, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna say what I saw, okay, because I am a storyteller. I am a communicator, right? On the Saturday, it was drizzly. It was drizzly. It was cold. It was grey, and it was drizzly in Bournemouth. Okay, but we went and we had a fantastic time, and I met a very nice lady there. Who I think was called Mel. I, I, I didn't quite catch her name, but she came and introduced herself, and she said she loved the show. I also met a fellow who came up to me while I had my two kids side by side, going, "It's Ian Effin Lee. You're an effing legend." Um, but I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe the scene I saw on Bournemouth Beach. It wasn't that busy on Bournemouth Beach, okay? But there were some families playing on the beach, playing frisbee and stuff like that. But there were a surprisingly large number of people in the sea, and it was cold and it was grey, but there were about a 100 people in the sea. They were all black people in the sea. Now, the reason I'm saying that is because... 
Well, why am I saying that? How are we going to get ourselves out of this uh, this little uh, this little hole? How are we going to get ourselves out of this little hole? It was it was bloody freezing, right? And there are all these black people in the sea, and I just I just hadn't seen so many black people in the sea before. I guess is what I'm trying to say. It does sound a bit racist when it you does say a bit. Like that. It does a little bit. Um, but I just I is just Bournemouth one of those places where it's one of those like majorly kind of white bread type places. Well, I. I thought, I, this is it, I think I thought it was. I think, because I, I haven't been to Bournemouth for, it must be 40 years, when we went to the Tank Museum when I was four years old. And I thought it was a very, a, a very, everywhere else we went, it was a very white place, okay? Yeah. And I thought like Bournemouth. blue collar. Yeah, yeah, very much so, very much so. But it wasn't at, uh, at Bournemouth. I realise I sound like a massive racist by, 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 by sp- saying that. But that's what I saw. That was what I saw. And it just left me wondering, what the hell are they doing in the water, man? It's freezing. Get the bloody hell out of the water. It's freezing. The next day, we had to go to Boscombe. Ay, 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 ay. You don't want to go there. It's like... um. It's like Slough by the Sea. It was just really horrible, sort of 1960s, run-down kind of... It was very, very weird. Very weird. But Bournemouth, I love Bournemouth. What what I want to do is I want to start a campaign to somehow make Bournemouth cool again. Because it, it, it gets all these jokes and all these things. But it was brilliant. It was the best place. Helter Skelter's. Uh, arcades, mini golf, um, multiplex cinema, lovely park. Some people smoking spice. That's fine. That you know, it's a very popular drug at the moment. That is is what is going to happen. Um, but it was crappy weather. Is the basic um, point of that. Uh, Jerry, Bill, Paul, and and indeed Paul Akimbola. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Stay there. Come to you after this. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. <laughs> I did have a point. I did have a point when I was talking about what I saw. It'll come to you. No, I know, but now I'm just aware by leaving that hanging, I do sound like a massive racist. Not for the first time in my career, I've said something and thought, where, 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 where was I going with that? There was a, was a, there was a I don't thread. think it's racist. That's only like saying there was loads of, I don't know, <laughs> don't loads know. of French people no, in the but, sea. But hey, gu- hey, hey, guys, of course it was racist, because why would I point it out? If I wasn't a racist, you mm. see, only a racist would point that out, and and only or a racist would think it was racist. Wow, oh. because they'd be thinking racist stuff. There was a point I was going to about it, and I cannot, for the life of me, think what the point is. This is what happens when you spend four days with a five. We will get to the cause in a minute, I promise. With a four, five-year-old and a seven-year-old, you go nuts you go we stayed up late we watched movies those kids didn't go to bed until about 10 o'clock and even then right the youngest would fall asleep during the movie carry him upstairs and the eldest was wide awake and i said right you can stay in your room you can read one chapter of your famous five because i was reading my billy bragg book and um i just shout right son time to turn the light off okay Dad. and he would Aww. beautiful the thing is, there's no pressure. It's not like he's got to go to school. No, exactly. Um, <laughs> who's the, There's this person that keeps emailing in. I think I know who you are. And when you want tips on broadcasting, darling. Uh, Ian, we the listeners don't care what you've been doing over the weekend. Boring. Talk about poor baby Charlie or Europe. <laughs> really? 
You can do that on your show. Here's, oh, hang on. Here's the thing. Oh, you haven't got one. Uh, you, you, why don't you do it? You're writing some crappy column for, for a rubbish newspaper. Here's the thing. I don't want to turn that Charlie Gard's thing into a phone. I don't want to turn no. the, the... In fact, I've called it Charlie Gard thing. I don't want to turn one of the most, you know, a, a, a family's personal tragedy into a phone-in. I don't want to turn it into a ratings thing, so I'm not going to do that. I just think it's, um, uh, should they be allowed to um, make the decision? Should the doctors make the decision? Should the courts make the decision? What would you do in that? I'm not going to do it's that, man. It's so sad, isn't it? I, it's the saddest, saddest thing. So, uh, no, I'm not going to, thank you for that, um, Alex, I'm not, but I'm not going to turn um, a family's tragedy into uh, ratings for me. Also, um, don't want to point this out. It makes me sound a little bit big-headed, but um, I'll produce the show if you don't mind. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go through these calls. Paul Akinbola, you got thirty seconds. Well, Paul, um, I would like a man to be right by the television channel. Man, oh man. Yep. I'd like a man, man to come back to the television channel. I know, Paul. You phone. This is what you phone in and tell me every single time, man. Um, um, it will. Um, man, man, a man will be will revive the whole dedicated channel on Sky. Okay, fantastic. Well, you've had your thirty seconds. Let's go to Bill in Holloway. Good evening, Bill. Ah, uh, good evening, uh, Ian. Good evening, um, Bill. Right, it's uh, the the Northern Singers. A uh, few I can think of is uh, Jimmy Nail. Alex Harvey, uh, Jake Thackeray. I mean, Cal- he's going calm back down, a bit. Calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. I don't think Jimmy now sounds northern. I second that. Um, uh, uh, apart from the own... No, no, yeah, well, no, 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 but we're not asking for northern singers. It's singers that sound... Northern. Now, Jimmy Nail sounds... No, 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 but hang on. We're not... Just calm, calm down, Bill. Calm down. I know you've been... I was away Thursday and Friday and you're champing stroke chomping at the bit champing thank you um the the phone in is specifically singers who sound northern and jimmy nail sounds accentless apart from two words she's lying that's it the rest of it he sounds accentless alex harvey doesn't he sound american well, he's Scottish at heart, or whatever as such, and of course he's going back a few years. Well, yeah, no, in my sixties. Yes, no, so, that's okay. Uh, yeah. That's okay. I'll be there one day, uh, inshallah. Uh, but, but but he sounds American, doesn't he, Alex Harvey? To a degree, yes. I mean, uh, obviously he was in the Blues and Stone Crows and all that. The of it. Proclaimers, the Proclaimers. There mm. we go. They sound northern. Yep, yep uh, I'd agree on that, or whatever as such. Yes. Uh, but what about that? I, I mean, I did see a Jake Thackeray tribute uh, act um, about uh, two years ago. Well, why uh, didn't you go um, and see Jake Thackeray? Is he dead? Well, he's dead. Uh, that would explain it. <laughs> Bit tricky. Yes, that's why I got a tri- tribute uh, to but him. Does, I, I don't know Jake Thackeray. Does he sound northern? Very. There you go. Then, the, the, Bill, you you got one. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go to Jerry. Good evening, Jerry. Hello. And uh, who the alpha is monkey wheels nowadays? Say that again, Jerry. Who the alpha who the alpha males who monkey wheels nowadays? The alpha male thing. Uh, who are they monkey wheels? I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing for ages. You've been an annual someone, isn't it? The alpha male. 
How can any monkeys and chimpanzees? Oh, uh, what, are you talking about Monkey World? Yeah. Hey. Oh, mate, yeah, there's all that, there's all that, there were boners plenty at this place, I sent Kath a picture of one. What a treat. Um, there, yeah, there's all that, but a Monkey World is without a shadow of a doubt, that, that, that and Tokyo are my two favourite places on this, uh, planet <laughs> Earth. Jim. Hey, how much, how much they rescue yep. Oh, they rescue them from all over the world, from uh, from laboratories, from photographers in Spain, um, from uh, you know, from from uh, people who had them as pets. They rescue them, they reintegrate them, and it is uh, it is a joyful place oh, to see Rodney. them. Rodney, 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 Maximo Park. I know. I know Hang on, who's Paul Smith? You just Maximo Park. Maximo Park. Yeah. But does they, does he sound northern, Jerry? Yeah. He just sounds. He sounds very northern. But uh, but I've never heard of him. Jerry, calm, Hello. calm down, calm down, because you are, um, I know you're telling us something Hello. important, calm down, calm down, because we've we got plenty of time, but you are sounding, um, <laughs> particularly <laughs> jittery this evening, <laughs> making it particularly <laughs> difficult <laughs> to understand. But, uh, so this is the letter from your social worker, <laughs> that you mentioned last week, <laughs> about you losing your flat. You, we lost you for a second, but yeah, you're back. Yes. You still have a chance in the book, prophecy, but no, they live in the house we send you not be changed to the prophecy. Let's see, what is rental years? Has it got penalty like it's been taken? You are to maybe take a look over the prophecy. Would you please sign a return to the case termination notice by the 28th of July, yes. 2017? If you don't return your termination, so, hang on a minute. Have you got rent arrears, or is this to avoid rent arrears? It's to avoid, avoid rent arrears. To avoid, but I'm getting no help. Help me, help me, equipment's been taken out. I want to go back to see whether I can do it one more time. This is one, one more time with the right care package. Situations don't be in touch at all. So they're taking equipment out, without my knowledge. So they're going to put that... Right, so, so this, this is... They're going to, is this a council flat? Yes, yeah, housing, housing association. Right, housing Thanks. association. Let me just fill in some blanks that some people might be struggling to get and make sure I've got it right. So housing association. How long have you been in the care home, Jerry? A year. Okay. So the housing association are saying they want you to sign a bit of paper and uh, you're going to lose your... Is it a flat? Yeah. Is it a ground floor flat? Bungalow. Bungalow. Uh, you're going to lose your bungalow, um, uh, and and they will give it to someone else, and la la la. Yeah, um, I want to go back. I want to go back. You do want to go back. Why can't you go back? Yes. Maybe it's impossible.
I mean, they can't keep you prisoner in the care home. Yeah, but you're making it very impossible for me to get, get, get some help. I've been trying to get help, trying to sort things out, but nobody comes. I mean, you really need someone to decipher what I say all the time on the phone, because it's not the easiest person to understand. Especially yeah. when I get excited and anxious. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're the only bothered to listen to. On, on the radio, but they just cut me off because we think I'm a gibbering idiot. Well, you, well, you, well, you, well, you, I mean, I'm going to say it, you are a gibbering idiot anyway, but you're our gibbering idiot, goddammit, and uh, we're proud of you, Jerry. I'm uh, trying to fight, I'm fighting, but I just, 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 blindfold and just, just fighting, shadow boxing all the time. Nobody else. we can be in touch. Uh, uh, but have you got your... Um, it is hot, Cathy, yeah, if you can get that fan uh, going. Um, uh, but do your family... I know your, your, <laughs> there's there's stuff going on with your family. Are they not able to help, Jer? Oh, I'm not. I've been seeing since January. <laughs> you haven't seen them since January? Yeah. Oh, man. I think just keep saying to Never comes. Keep saying to Never busy. Yeah. Never Oh man, it's um, it, it, it's um, sad how uh, we, you know we 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 shove people off to these places. You must forget them. So is there no? I mean, right, right, be right. Realistically, do you really think you could cope in a bungalow, Jerry? With 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 how ill you are. Because you would require a, a, a very intensive home care package, wouldn't you? And I know through my mum's situation that there is only so much care that they could have provided for for her and and um they were having to call the ambulance so many times for my mum um it became almost a daily occurrence because she'd fallen out of the chair and because of health and safety um the, the carers weren't able to lift her up off the floor so they have to, had to call an ambulance out and uh, you know so, and and the, the council said to me basically um we are going to stop providing this care because she is such a risk and i just wondered um if there was perhaps a similar cold-hearted cold-hearted um uh, uh, um the reasoning coming from your council Mate, I, 
right, listen, I'm not saying this because of, 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 of the, you know, I'm giving you this as a suggestion, but I've, I've said to my family, I've said it on this show before, if I end up in the same situation as my mum, I ain't stick, that's time for me to go. I ain't sticking around, you know, and so I, 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 I don't envy you and I admire you for getting up out of bed every single day. Yeah, I love life. I love it. You know, life every day. You've been dealt a shitty deck of uh, cards, man. You, man. Uh, bye. Thank you. Take care. Let's say you don't get a free weekend. Sound really good. Cheers, my dears. Take bye. care, Joe. Speak soon. Take care. Thank you. Hang on. Oh, man, that breaks my heart. He's so lovely, Jerry is. Uh, for those, we've got new listeners. For those of you who don't, uh, don't know, Jerry's been phoning me on and off for for about eight years and he's got Parkinson's and he's, he's, he's younger than me, isn't he? I think. He's only four, in his forties, isn't he? Early forties? Early forties. And, uh, he's in a care home and, uh... Parkinson's, that is. And some nights he's, he's more, you know, I was going to say coherent and that's, I, I don't mean that at all, more understandable than others because he's all there. He's all there. This is the thing. This is the, the crime. He's all there, man. There's, there's not, you know, there's not a dimming of his mind one bit. He's a very sharp, very funny, um, sometimes a little bit blue, but he's a very sharp, funny man and it's his body is letting him down miserably. Miserably. We met Joey. We went and saw him once. And, um, his body. Let's put these two ads together, Sam, and we'll come out. Uh, these. Uh, his body is letting him down absolutely terribly, and um, it's just uh, you know. Did you hear what he said, though? Go on. Yeah, he loves life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, man, alive. He's brilliant. Uh, and also, here's the thing as well. I should just say, because we're getting loads of new people. I see we're getting new texts and, 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 and tweets and things. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Maybe that advert has paid off. Um, this, the, on this show, we can talk about anything. And uh, uh, also, if you are a nervous caller because you uh, maybe have a stammer or maybe your English isn't brilliant um, or maybe um, you've got MS or Parkinson's or something like that or, or whatever reason or you're just very shy, whatever reason, this show is three hours long, you know. And there are some nights Jerry phones up and we can't understand him. And we, we spend a few minutes and I say, Jerry, give us a call tomorrow. And I think that was the case when he phoned last week. Um, but, 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 we will, um, we've got all the time in the world. It's not a breakfast show. It's not a drive time show. So we haven't got to get to the travel or anything. We, you know, if you want to come on, you'll be, um, uh, you will be treated uh, well, just like any other caller, because you are just any other caller. Um, uh, hello, Alexandra in Nottingham, um, first-time listener, uh, has texted in eight seven triple two. Start your text with the word "talk." Twenty-five pence plus normal. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Northern-sounding singers, Gary Barlow. He he can do sometimes. Yeah, he, he does sometimes, doesn't he? What about the wee lad, the babe, the babe? <laughs> Mark. Mark Owen. He yeah, does, doesn't he? he does quite. He does. Um, and Mick Hucknall. No, Mick Hucknall's American, isn't he? In his, in his time. Quite, yeah. Um, I'll give you, I'll give you, 
I'll give you 50% Gary Barlow, Alexandra. Thank you for Here's that. Here's one. What about Ryan from the Cribs? I don't know who they he's, are. I think he's from Wakefield and you can hear it. Whatever. Yeah. I'm, 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 it's a young know. man's band. It's a young man's band. I am a very old man. I, I think we should exclude Scottish people, actually, from the list. I Why think it should be north of England. Because um, most Scottish singers, and it's not, you know, to, to have a pop at Scottish singers, Emma Pollock is one of my favourite, favourite singers of all time. But um, it's harder for them to sound normal. What? Than, um, the, than us, You're than the rest me. of us. You're kidding me. What? You are a massive racist. Or, or, okay, then you, I am a proclaimer, and I will be singing 500 miles to thee. They, their accent is so... That sounded like medieval English. Did you ever listen to that at school, the Canterbury Tales? Filth. He was the George Formby of his day. He was a dirty, dirty boy. The wife of Bath, eh? But we had, oh. we had the tales. They liked him meaty. Both the tales and the wives of Bath. Did you ever hear the Miller's tale? That was a yeah. re- really rude one. Is that one that's got the sea bomb in it? Yeah. Yay! Imagine if a sea bomb comes up in an English lesson. Except yes! Except it, well, they said quaint. Yeah, no, we didn't. Yeah. Um, so we're going to exclude Scottish singers. Wow. Well, because... All right, name a Scottish singer. Charlene Spiteri. She sounds Scottish. She, um, she doesn't. Simple Minds. He sounds Scottish. No. Of course he does. No. Um, big Country. They sound Scottish. Delamitri. They sound oh, they Scottish. Amy MacDonald sounds S- Scottish. Scottish. Scottish singers. Is she Scottish? Uh-huh. Scottish singers sound Scottish. Donald wears your trousers. They sound Scottish. Good evening, Dan. Good evening. I was thinking of singers that sound northern. Yep, northern, northern English only, please. <gasps> Jarvis Cocker. Mm. Particularly, have you have you heard his song "Bad Colours"? Yes. He's very, very Sheffield on that. Can I just say because everyone's banging on about Scott Walker, right, and Jarvis Cocker, Scott Walker, Jarvis Cocker. Can I? Can I just say, and I have video evidence of it. It's on a VHS in my garage, but I shall never convert that VHS. Because it was um, two hours of, of just awful, awful hosting from me. But I got paid a lot of money. I hosted the Q Awards one year. Oh! Suddenly she's interested. Famous Ian hosted the Q Awards, right? And what did I, you wear? Um, I wore... Uh, I, I bought shoes that cost 250 quid. You have to for that. They paid me 10 grand. Yeah. I'm not going to... like. <gasps> but I get this, right? I had to... It was a tiny stage, about the size of where I'm standing now, Kath. So, you know, whatever that is. A podium. Three foot by six foot, right? And I had to introduce Jarvis Cocker up on stage. Mm -hmm. I stepped back. He did a speech, then introduced Scott Walker up on stage. I I have been stood on stage. I have it on video. I was stood on stage with Jarvis Cocker and with Scott Walker. And then... I had to introduce Christina Aguilera on the stage, and she came on, and she introduced Jane's Addiction, and she stepped back, and if I hadn't been a gentleman and stepped back, she would have um, touched my hand with her anus. Wow. (laughs) With her anus itself. Well, she was doing it, man. She was sexually harassing me. I've got it on video. Was she wearing the red plastic chaps? No, she was. She was. She was a really nice young lady. I liked her a lot. Was and it during the filthy years, or was oh it yeah, yeah. After? Oh, this was um, uh, my filthy years. Oh God, yeah. No hers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was fourteen years ago. Oh, good gracious! Hey. We're talking 
free you're beautiful or what the, the song where yeah. you're yeah. all okay about being yeah, yeah. And Roberts, robert smith waved at me robert smith from Did the cure waved at me and smi- no he didn't wave he smiled and nodded out of respect well he might as well have come up and kissed you a smile from robert smith yeah oh yeah yeah he's a handsome hey, fellow yes Dan, sorry Dan, i forgot who's that vic reeves yeah i'm not including vic reeves why he's, he's i know he's had number one hit records and stuff but i'm not i'm not allowing that Oh, we've missed the break. We've got Dan. Dan, you've got to go. We're we're late. Goodbye. Bye. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Every stop I make. I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When new adventure Lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home So if you wanna join me for a while Just grab your hat, come travel light, that's old style Maybe tomorrow, I wanna settle down Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on Listener, dear listeners, it's good to be back after a few days away. Let's never speak of it again. This is the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee. Catherine Boyle is there. Yo, yo. Sam is through the glass, taking your phone calls. 0344 499 1000. This is the only show on talk radio that actually gets phone calls. Uh, and then when we get the phone calls, we leave them waiting for ages. But, but we'll, 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 let's, let's not. Let's dive into some straight away and then we'll set up the stall and tell you what we're talking about. Good evening, John. Pip, pip. Hip, 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 John, what have you got for us? Northern Singers. Yes? Uh, Alex Turner from Arctic Monkeys. Yes. Uh, yeah, but... No, no. Yes. No. Yes. Early albums, yes. Late albums, they went American. They became like a stadium rock band and sounded American. 
So I'm going to have to say no, John, no. Paul Gascoigne? Oh. Well, hang on a minute. Again, he had a huge, huge (laughs) hit. Huge hit, I'm saying. the time. Uh, Yes, exactly. But if I'm not allowing Vic Reeves, I certainly cannot allow Gascoigne. And the very fact, John, that your second one was Paul Gascoigne says to me that if you have any more... Um, you should really think hard about whether you actually want to say them on the radio. John Shuttleworth. Thanks for calling, John. Um, it really... Uh, <laughs> Would you allow... There we go. Here's one. The St. Winifred's Girls Choir. No. Why? Why? Because it's a choir. Why, though? Why? Uh, no, I wouldn't allow that. I mean, they were very northern. Um, oh yeah, right, I'll allow it then, fine, whatever. Oh. If it shuts you up, yeah, you can have them. My God, I respected you at the start. Um, Tony! Evening, Ian. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Tone. Big Tone. Um, how, how are you? Ian? How are you, Big Tone? Oh, I'm, re- I'm really good, but I've made a grave error here. Uh-oh. I tuned in a little bit late tonight, and I yes. think we were talking about um, people singing with British accents. I was going to refer to Bowie and Sid Barrett, the original singer of Pink Floyd. However, yes. during hang, the hang, on a, hang on a second, Big Tone. Do you know who you're talking to? You don't have to. Do, you don't have to tell me who Sid Barrett is. Stroke was. Oh, I've got a bike. I can ride it if I like. If I want. To. Arnold Lane. He had a. They were very. They were kind of like um, Blur before Blur with that kind of Arnold Lane. That kind of um, Mockney voice. Well, yeah, absolutely. And he had a mouse called. What was the mouse called in the song? Oh. Um. You know, Gerald. There we go. I'm not. I, I, I'm going to be on. I've tried. I've tried Barrett. And um, have you listened to much Barrett, Catherine? No. Um, uh, I don't know if I've got it on this computer. Hang on, bear with me. Let's let bike. If you can get bike on there, it will define the man's career. Uh, let's uh, let's see if we've got it on this computer. The Barrett may not have made the transition from the big computer. To the little computer. Oh yes, he has. Okay. Um, you want you you? Uh, I haven't got bike. No, I'm talking about solo stuff now. Oh really? Oh baby. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Everyone, be quiet. This is one minute fifty five seconds. At the end of this, we will discuss the career of um, uh, now deceased, a legendary rock singer, Sid Barrett. An effervescing elephant with tiny eyes and great big trunk Once whispered to the tiny ear, the ear of one inferior That by next June he'd die, oh yeah, because the tiger would roam The little one said, oh my goodness, I must stay at home And every time I hear a growl, I'll know the tiger's on the prowl And I'll be really safe, you know, the elephant, he told me so Everyone was nervy, oh yeah, and the message was spread To zebra, mongoose and the dirty 
hippopotamus who wallowed in the mud and chewed his spicy hippoplankton food and tended to ignore the word, referring to survey a herd of stupid water bison. Oh yeah, and all the jungle took fright and ran around for all the day and the night, but all in vain because you see the tiger came and said, "Who me? You know I wouldn't hurt not one of you. I much prefer something to chew, and you're all too scant." Oh yeah, he ate the elephant. Wow. Yeah, fair play, he's a genius. <laughs> well, 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 kids, here's a walking, talking example of not to do LSD, kids. Here's the thing, here's the thing. If you uh, want to make music like that, you 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 got to swallow those LSD tablets. But you no, won't, no, you won't come back. Beatles, I, you won't come back. Yes? I know you're a Beatles fan. Now, apparently, yes. the last album Barrett recorded in the studio with Pink Floyd was at the same time as the recording of Sergeant Pepper. Now, can you see the similarities um, between... Yeah, both records, both records are rubbish. Oh, yeah. Sergeant Pepper is a terrible album. It's the most unpsychedelic record the Beatles ever recorded. It's even less psychedelic than Please Please Me and 12 other songs. Uh, Revolver is where it's at, man! Wow, Revolver is a great album. You can't rule out Sergeant Pepper. Yes, you can. It is a stinker. Even the reprisal, even the Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band reprisal, which I believe is track 12 on the album. Yes. That track is so ahead of its time. How is it ahead of its time? Because it's got animals that the preceding animal is bigger than than the next one. No, the, 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 the animal... The first, the, the animals get bigger as they go along. You know that, don't you, Catherine? No. The animals get bigger as they go along. Is that right? Well, I'm talking about the drum beat to the music here. Oh, no, let, forget, listen, just indulge me for 30 seconds and we'll pull out of this um, complete and utter um, disappearing up our own uh, navels. Um, the drumming, you want to talk about drumming, then you listen to the drum fills on um, um, Tomorrow Never Knows. Every... Well, I knew you were going to mention yeah, that. Yeah, i tell you why I'm mentioning it, Tony, because every drum fill on that song, every single drum fill is completely different and unique. He that never repeats by, it. That could have been released by the Chemical Brothers in 2005 and been genuinely credible, that tune. Okay, Cass, give me that look. I've got to cut you off. Put your measuring tapes away, lads. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to win this. Um, but I, 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 I exaggerate slightly about Sergeant Pepper, but I do think it's um, it's 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 overrated. But 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 here is uh, listen. This is here, listen. We get to the animals. Hang on. So each album, each animal gets bigger. Ready? Here they come. <clears throat> no, they don't. No, they don't. Where are the animals on Sergeant Pepper? He's gone now. Where are the animals? You're not thinking oh, of... Oh, I know where they are. Here they are. Here they are. No. Here they go. Thank you. Chickens. Dogs. No, I don't know what they are. Canaries, smaller. Cats. Dogs. Now we're going up. Horses. 
So it must have sounded good when they were on drugs. I mean, it's a terrible record. Yes, Paul. Hi, Richard Hawley as a, as a northern. Ugh. Richard he's, Hawley. He's so dull. Okay, I once saw Richard Hawley play a gig at the highest pub, the highest pub, the highest height pub in England. Wow. The Cat and Fiddle in the Peak District. Wow, did you really? I did. Seriously, That's amazing. Yeah, truth. That is amazing. Yeah, the highest pub in the Peak District. Bloody... Uh, Hang on, is it the highest pub in the country? It's the highest pub in England, the highest height pub above sea level wow. in England. Wow, that, un- that is and nuts. It's on the most, and it's on the most dangerous road Flip- that, that's it, by the AA. is caused by the... Uh, the, caused, the accidents are caused by the AA on this road? No. <laughs> no that is incredible. Ran- it's ranked by the AA. Wow. It's the most dangerous road in England Jeez. on the peak district. The pub is called the Cat and Fiddle. Bloody hell. And I saw Richard Hawley there. Did yeah, you really? from Sheffield. Okay, don't... Yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw a gig. I saw Richard Hawley play a gig there yeah. once. Uh, so this, let me get this right. This is the highest pub in the world. No, the highest pub in England. In England. Oh, yeah. okay. And it's on the most dangerous road in the world. Yeah, it's, it's in the, the peak most dangerous road in the world is in the Peak District. It's right at the top of the Peak District. Yes. Uh, as, as you cross from Sheffield, I can see as you it. Cross the Peak District. Yeah, yeah. And it's the most dangerous road in the world. That, yeah, because the, the, the roads there... Have you never been across, driven across that bit? Okay. No, he would have died, wouldn't we? dangerous roads there. Yeah. More than Calcutta. Yeah. <laughs> More than Mexico. Yeah. Those, those coastal roads where yeah. you have to bib your horn in yeah. the yeah. It's, it's a very dangerous Well, road. no one should ever go there, then. No. In the winter, they usually close the roads down because there can be... There can Good. be snowfall. Bandits. There. El Bandito. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Huh? I, I know a lot of bikers visit the pub. Yeah, gosh. Yeah, I, I went and saw a gig there at the Cat and Fiddle, the highest pub in England. Yeah, with Richard Hawley. Now he sounds northern. I can I can name a couple of Scottish bands that sound Scottish as well. Simple Minds, Jim Kerr. Hello. Hello. Jim Curse, Simple Minds. Okay. Yeah. Get down from there. Get down from there. He, he, uh, he, he hung up there, David, I'm afraid. Get down from get down, you silly, you silly Sorry? elephant. What are you doing? Get down from... Hello, am I on? You're not on LSD, are you? I've been assembling a model of the Ark Royal and I... I what? With, all, with the, the poly cement and, and... What? I think I've taken one too many whiffs. I can see monkeys. Okay. David, you just, you just calm down. Maybe loosen that top button and we'll come to you after this. Open a window. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, not much work was done before the show this evening because it was... Uh, you speak will... for yourself, I did loads. Well, I know, but hashtag Love Island Final. 
And so, having never, having only ever seen 30 seconds of Love Island before, I thought we should probably watch the hashtag Love Island final, because it was trending. And um, I didn't have a clue. Uh, David, I'll come to you in a minute. 0344-499-1000. I didn't have a clue what was going on on it. So are they, so they're going to pick a winner, and is that the winner that's best at doing it on television? Is that what it is? They showed like a montage of, um, kissing, of arguing, of, um, careful, uh, careful. night vision footage, um, and I don't get, I don't <laughs> get what it is. I don't get what it is. Then they all had to make a speech to each other. Strangely, they're all they're all in love with each other. It's a very um, strange. You know how complicated it is falling in love with somebody, especially when there's a yeah. limited supply of people in a house. Yep, Isn't it yep. funny they've all found the right person? What um, what are newspapers going to write about for the next ten months? Because the majority of stuff in the papers at the moment is all about. Love Island. The number of times I've seen that woman in a silver bikini. She's in it, is she? I'm assuming. Yeah. Woman in a silver bikini has been on the front page for the last two months. Oh, well, you know what starts next week? What? Big Brother. Oh, Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah. Yeah, that's better. I'm in. I'm in. Well, I'm not in. Uh, I'm not in that. They've they've stopped asking me now. They've stopped asking me. I could do with that check. Hey, I could do with that check. That would pay the mortgage off. Hey, that would do it. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, Let's go to uh, David Badcock. Take it from the top. I've got a wheelbarrow. A wheelbarrow. From space. It's got a monkey's head in it. I don't know why. I like watching Heidi Nye play with Paul McChain. I've got a wheelbarrow. I've got a wheelbarrow. It's got a monkey's head in it. I like watching Marzipan. Cause I'm a natural man. Sounds was, a bit 60s, Ian. It sounds a bit 60s, doesn't it? I like that. We could um, call mm. ourselves the retro heads, heads with a Z at the end instead of an S. And we could do like yeah. um, kind of the close harmonies like the Everly Brothers mm-hmm. um, and the Beatles and the Hollies. The Hollies yeah. often overlooked 1960s pop group that had many, many, many top 10 hits. The Hollies, Graham Nash, Alan Clark, and the others. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage the Hollies. Hey, I was turning to Chris Town at the end there. Did you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, please welcome to the speech. Uh, it's, it's, it's this, is all, this is all well and good, but could you please get Noel Edmonds out of my house, please? I cannot do that, David, until you uh, reverse um, you reverse the curse. Are you prepared yeah. now to reverse the curse? You have 30 seconds thinking time. At the end of that 30 seconds, David, I need to know your answer. The question is, are you prepared to reverse the curse? Your 30 seconds thinking time starts now. Here we go. Are you prepared to reverse I want, I want. the curse? Noel Edmonds is here and he's very angry. Are you prepared to reverse the curse, David? Oh, it's a simple question, David. see spirals. Very simple question. What? You've got 16 seconds thinking time left, David. Will you reverse the curse? 
too much poly cement. Here we go. Okay. Powerful stuff. The time is up, David. Are you going to reverse the curse? If, if it gets no lemons out of my house, then yes, I'd like to reverse the curse, please. It's not... It's not a popular choice. It is not a popular decision there, David. The audience thinking, quite rightly, that you are a little bit of a pussy. Okay, Uh, to reverse the curse, David, it's very, very simple. Describe the items you're wearing at the moment, please. I'm wearing a ballerina's tutu. And I've kind of of got voles, voles on my feet. Okay, voles... Voles. The animals? They look, they look furry and they're not happy. Perfect. Keep the voles on the feet. Remove the ballerina's tutu and any undergarments that you might be wearing. Right, one second. Oh, God. <laughs> right, my bits are out. Oh. Okay, now what you need to do to reverse the curse, and we all know this, ladies and gentlemen, is if you can grab the end of your thing... Oh, no. And can you what pull it? Can you pull it between your legs so you look like a lady from the seventies? All the way through. Oh, all the way through. I'll try. Hang on. Okay then. Right. It just, it just looks like a mound of hair now. Oh God. Okay. How does this reverse the curse curse exactly? Don't question. Now, what I need you to do, David, to reverse the curse and get Edmunds out of your house, I need you to step out into the street. That's a little bit difficult. Yeah, that's okay. Don't worry. You can do it, David. You're a very brave boy. Noel is actually blocking the door. I know. you You have to fight your way past Noel. No one said this would be easy. Right. Right then, Edmonds. I don't care about deal or bloody no deal. Oh. And put that spatula down. Is he gonna be Out the way. <laughs> right. Well, I think... There's nobody here. Yeah, step outside. Step outside. Into the street. Yes. Hang on. Okay. I need to just open the front door. Pull, pull the door shut behind you. There we go. Well, the audience have got it, David. Um, and I think you're starting to realise, of course, that doesn't reverse the curse. That simply hands over the deeds of the property to Noel Edmonds. David, we look forward to chatting next week and seeing how you're getting on with Edmonds lives in my house and I'm naked. Thanks for calling, David. My face has gone inside out. There we go. That's great. That is great. Great. It's, uh, great. When Catherine, when you said we needed to introduce uh, 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 an element of uh, danger, jeopardy, yeah, jeopardy mm. uh, to the show, and we needed yeah. some sort of quiz. I thought, well, that's a that's a little bit hackneyed for us. But actually, reverse the curse. It's reverse the, the curse. Um, it really is a lot of fun, and we'll find out what's happening uh, to David Badcock a little bit later on. Good evening, um, Annie. Hello. Hey, Annie, how are you doing? I'm doing very well. Right, you have no idea how much I hate myself for doing this. Uh-oh. But purely for the sake of accuracy... Here we go. I need to point out that the Cat and Fiddle Inn in the Peak District 
is 1,690 feet above sea level. Yes, it's the highest, yeah, it's right. the high, it's the highest pub in England, uh, yeah, Annie. We've been told that, and it's on the most dangerous road in the world. It's the second highest pub in England. What the heck? We've been sold a pop. <laughs> the Tanhill Inn. Everybody in the world knows that the Tanhill Inn in North Yorkshire at 1,732 well, feet above sea level. Everybody is but the one. Pub in the UK. Now you've said it, Annie. Now you've said it. I'm thinking, yeah, of course. Staring me in the face. I knew that. I, I just, I just took him on face. I, I've been off for two nights, Annie. So I'm not a fighting. I'm not a it's match fit. His delivery is so not- convincing. It is. That was it. Because he does it with such a level of authority. Conviction, yeah. You know, this could be so famous. It was even on an er- Everest advert. Everybody oh, knows that the Tan yeah. Hill Inn was, is um, the highest in the UK. Who was the fella that did the Everest adverts? Roy Reg. No, I'm thinking of the Polly fella. Who was? Do you remember the adverts where the, bla- the best Everest? No, the, there was the no. There was the the the, the, the Polly filler advert, and it was a guy. They would they would put polyfiller on a board, and then he was wearing like a white jumpsuit, and, and they he, would take him up on the helicopter. They would go up in a helicopter. Yeah, but no, but was he Roy or Reg? Someone who was the Everest guy? It was some. I don't old, know. It was some. Old, I know. Um, former chief of Manchester Police Stalker John Stalker. John Stalker does the adverts for um, conservatory he did the shutters. Security blind thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. John Stalker. But no, his. Dog operates the blind, I think. If yeah, no, you're right. You're absolutely right, Catherine. Thank you. So uh, simple. Even the dog can do uh, it. But this is a pedant special. The pedants are revolting. <laughs> um, and um, who did... It was an old guy. I'm... I'm... Who did the Everest? I'm... It's not Roy... I'm not... Uh, Roy Plumley. I want to say. I've got, <laughs> no, I have to say the I names to get them out. So I'm Roy Plumley. I'm Reg Gutteridge. I'm... I'm... Um... Oh, balls if I know, Annie. Balls if I know. I don't know. know. It's gone. It's gone. The guy that does it now, he probably isn't, but he looks like a, you know, like an ex-Blue Peter presenter who's grown up. He looks a bit like one of them. Oh, I know who you mean. Craig Doyle. Ain't Craig Doyle. He looks like <laughs> um, a, a younger version of Tom Cruise. Yes. I've That's seen him. him. He's a tiny fella, but very attractive. Tom Cruise? No. Both. Yeah. Craig Doyle. I don't know Craig Doyle. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't, here's the thing, Annie. I don't know TV and I was watching Love Island. And you know, if you watch like, if, even if you were to watch the last episode of Big Brother, right? And you'd never yeah. seen Big Brother before. You'd get it. You'd, you'd know that it's, um, that people are voting and it's a popularity competition and there'll be a couple, there'll be a bad guy and there'll be, you know, you can, you can work out from the, watching the final of Big Brother pretty much what has gone on and ha- and the mechanics of the show but annie i was yeah. watching love island and i consider myself an intelligent man god damn it i just wrote finished a chapter of my book where i talk about winning mastermind and um okay. uh, well thank you very much indeed i want it convincingly and um i could not fathom out what was going on on love island i just couldn't make head and a tail of it uh no i think that in itself is another sign and another indication of your intelligence that you couldn't figure it out. <laughs> and thank you, whoever's just texted in. I'm Ted Malt. That's who it was. That's who did That's the. the um, it is, isn't it? <laughs> the Ted Malt did um, the, the double gla- did Everest. Fit the best, fit Everest. Well done, yeah. Ted Malt. Where, Ted Malt. Who was Ted Malt though? In, in his, you know, when he went home from filming the Everest adverts, you know, how did he feel? The, the, the other 364 days of the year. 
It's like we're supposed to know. It's like the guy with the cleanest anything that shouts really loud. We're supposed to know who he is as well, but we don't know who he is. What's his name? Barry, um... Barry something. I'm Barry Scott. That's the I'm guy. I'm Barry, Barry Scott! Scott. Yes. But with clip bang! We're supposed to know who he is, yeah. but nobody knows who he is. It's, um, what's the, the sketch on, um, um, Horrible Histories? I'm a shouty man! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a shouty man! It's very funny. <laughs> Annie, thank you, thank you so much for clarifying... The highest I couldn't part. let any inaccuracy go. I, do you I know if that ro- do you know if that road is the most dangerous road in the world? It, it, it that part's accurate. It Thank is you. definitely. <laughs> Thank you, it Annie. is definitely far more than than anywhere. It is the most dangerous road in the world. Annie, you're you're certainly call of the night so far. Thank you very much indeed. And can I just say that we've had more tweets, uh, sorry, more texts, um, saying Ted Malt than we've we've had for anything else in the entire 15 months I've been here. So that sign advert really is paying off today, guys. Thank I'm getting you. messages saying that Ted came to a tragic end. Oh, God, what happened? Oh, a w- window didn't fall on him, did it? Oh, no. Oh, Catherine, don't just mind... For goodness sakes, don't mind pointing tragic a end. gun to his, your head. Well, now we're all... What, Ted Monk committed let's, suicide. Let's find out. So, what, let's take a break and let's... I, I don't, you, you know, I don't want to break the news to you, but we, here's yeah, Ted Monk. Oh, for goodness sake. Isn't that awful? Let's, let's take a break. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Ah, dearie, dearie me, a dear listener, dear listener. Oh, three, four, four. Four nine nine one thousand is the um, telephone number. Um, so someone is saying Barry Scott has been sacked from Clipbang. No. Um, well, I don't. It could be just be the the the, the precursor to an hilarious punchline. So let's just wait and see. Oh, okay. Um, Andrew has tweeted me. Hi, Ian. The Everest guy was Ted Malt. We've got that. I once saw him in Copenhagen, or as they say over there, Copenhagen. Barry! It's not Barry yeah. Scott, is it? No, 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 no. Oh. No. That's a shame. Oh, well, what can you do? If you Barry know, Scott is listening, by the way, and you want to tell us your side of the story, please give us a call. We'll be sensitive. <laughs> ah. Anywho. Yeah. Well, I was going to uh, you know, mention Ted Malt, but I usurped by the text to... You were usurped. Indeed. Indeed. Indeedly doodly, sir. But, however, uh, Northern Singers, and I'm surprised nobody's mentioned either of these. Yeah. Mark Knopfler. He doesn't sound Northern. Of course he does. Right. Are these people that sing with a Northern accent? Because that's what we're going for. It's quite specific, Barry. Oh, no, no. He does sing with a Northern accent. No, he doesn't. He's from... uh, Money uh, for nothing and your chicks for free. free. Your money for nothing and your chicks for free? Oh, come on. Listen listen to uh, uh, Romeo and Juliet and uh, all all the other songs. Yeah, the ones he sings in American. American. Oh, go away. Also... Well, he's not going on the list. I've not written the list. All right, all right. Chris Rea. This is the, the road, road to hell. hell. American. Driving home for Christmas. Barry, have you ever heard a northern accent? Well, yours. Right, OK, well, that explains a lot, actually. That, if he thinks I've got a northern accent, um, then... I think you might have compared to his. Uh, I drove past, so we sort of in Dorset, on the edge of Dorset, the last few days. I drove past the best sign outside a pub. 
oh. that I've ever seen. Mm. Wonderful sounds, unlike a chalkboard. Playing here Saturday, the Wurzels sold out. <gasps> oh, it was what a great sign! What a great sign to see that! Absolutely fantastic. We went to um, the pictures in Bournemouth. I loved Bournemouth. I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And do you know what? It it wasn't that pricey for a seaside resort. We were only there for the day. We spent we spent money there. Trust me. Mini golf was dead cheap. Playing mini golf in the rain, beautiful. Um, it wasn't. It wasn't. It's was only two quid a pop on the Helter Skelter. Really? When I get to the bottom, I go back to the top of the slide. Then I stop. Then I turn. Then I go for a ride till I get to the bottom and I see you again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you? Don't you want me to take you? Yeah. I'm coming down fast, but don't let me break you. Ooh. Tell me, tell me, tell me the answer. You may be a lover, but you ain't no dancer. Helter Skelter. Helter That's what Charles Manson used as an excuse to uh, order the murder of Sharon Tate. It's also a flash forward to you in the old people's home. Um, you know the best song. He's doing it again, nurse. <laughs> you know the um, you know the best song, don't you, on the White Album. Um, it really is, um, hang on a minute, let's, uh, it, let me, uh, um, you know, <laughs> the best song on the White Album <clears throat> goes a little bit like this. <clears throat> oh, no. You know this one? Are you going to sing it? <clears throat> Why don't we to do it in the road? Why don't we do it in the road? Why don't we do it in the road? Why don't we do it in the road? No one will be watching us. Why don't we do it in the road? 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 No one will be watching us. Why don't we do it in the road? And he goes like this. Best song on the album. Yeah, but it's no way to cross the road, is it? It really, it really isn't. I can think of many, many reasons. For the, every time he asks, why don't we do it in the road, I've got ten good reasons why <laughs> it would, um, certainly not the Green Cross Code. You can you imagine? Hey. Alvin Stardust would be furious. Imagine Paul McCartney and his new wife, Nancy, Nancy Chevelle, Chevelle, actually doing it in the, first of all, imagine them doing it, uh. and imagine them doing it on the bloody A4. Dirty buggers. <laughs> da, da. So he's invented dogging. He invented dogging. 
because he was doing it in Rome. <laughs> Dirty old bugger. Dirty old bugger. Imagine that. Imagine Paul McCartney and Nancy Shovel doing it. All right. All right, kids. Hey. All right. You get... Hey. Fantastic. What does he say? What does Paul McCartney say when he's talking? Yeah, Grace. You know, um, you know the Beatles. Yeah, that was my idea. You know, I, you know, it's my. You know, John Lennon. Yeah, he was my idea. You know, yeah. Doggin was my idea. You know, imagine. You know, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I kind of said to John Lennon once. I said, imagine. Uh, you know, something. And uh, then he wrote a song called Imagine. So it was, you know, it was my idea. You know, you know that Yoko Ono was my idea. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's turning into that was my idea. No, I, mean, I heard that rumor. I started <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, who's that? Vic and Bob. Is it? I don't remember that. It was my idea. Yeah, I started it. Um, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I feel we've lost our way slightly with the show. And what, what I really want to <laughs> Is talk it about. Because you keep bursting into song. Um, Quote unquote song. Um, yes, I feel feel better. Yes, I do. I feel all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But what I really want to talk about is the impact, the emotional impact that Cars 3 had on me over the weekend. <laughs> and I will do that after these ads. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, can you... Kyle and Billa will come to you in a minute, I promise. 0344 499 1000. It costs you pennies and we call you back. Probably free. And we'll call you back. So, the, 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 you know, we're paying for the phone call. Um, for all the new listeners we've got, because um, the uh, Sun have finally advertised this show 15 months after it started. And um, nine or ten months after they took over the station. So that's great news. Um, but, Catherine, could you explain? It turns out that the simpler the concept for the phone-in, the more people misunderstand it. We do the avant-garde, flighty stuff. You get it. We ask you a straight question. You don't get it. it for example, I'm, I'm not picking you out. I'm not picking on you, Kira, on Twitter, but yes. you are dumb. What about Joe Elliott from Def Leppard? They are from Sheffield. Catherine, could you please explain to Kira and to all the hundreds of other people that have texted and tweeted and phoned in with the wrong answers what the phone-in is, please? Stay calm. Here we go. Right. It's not about them being northern. It's about them singing with a northern accent. So, you can forget Chris Rear. <clears throat> you can forget Knopfler. No. I think he's from the Midlands anyway, ain't he, Knopfler? Yeah. Do they sound like northerners when they sing? Ask no. yourself that question before you get in touch, okay? No. No, Enough they, said. No, they do not. No, they do not. Let's go to um, Billiam. Good evening, Bill. Hello, oh, mate. How are you doing? How are you doing, mate? I've spotted before when you used to be on uh, Radio WM. Oh, gosh, those guys. Wait till, I, wait till I tell you what went on behind the scenes there. Yeah, I wonder what happened to you. I was going to come to one of um, the art centre, but, uh, you know, I couldn't get a ticket. Well, it, it, I'm, I was, I'm a big draw, but don't worry. We will. Catherine and I will be appearing, um, I believe, early October uh, in Wolverhampton, which is kind of the same place, yeah? Yeah, black country. That's where I come we'll, from. We'll, we'll, we'll keep listening. We will be in Wolverhampton soon, and Scunthorpe, yeah. and Manchester, yeah. and London, and Hull. Yeah, I found a bad white album. I think happiness is a warm run. That's a that's a brilliant, brilliant track, isn't it? Oh, it's a brilliant! The whole album is is yeah, brilliant. I can I can even I have sat through more than one um, uh, playing of Revolution Number no. Nine. You know, you you went to New York. 
Yes. And there's a, a brilliant band that come from New York mm. called the Fab Fow. The Fab Fow? The, the Fab Fow. The Fab Fow. And they do, they do, all they do is play all Beatles stuff. Oh, yeah. I've seen them at the Beatles convention. You know, Hang on a minute. Um, Where are you going, Boyle? Weren't we meant to be getting a Beatles tribute band in this studio? And we were even asked, do you want them in costume or not? And I said, of course we do. And then do you remember they couldn't come over for contractual reasons and they're coming over later in the year? They split up. No. Because um, because one of them married a Japanese avant-garde artist. She insisted on attending all the performances. No. That will be it. Um, I listened to a great album this weekend, Bill. Yeah. Um, Wings Over America. Wings Live 1976. Have you heard it? No, I, I haven't played it all, mate. Oh, mate, it is. It is yeah. I, I got it for like three quid on uh, Amazon. Yeah, Brilliant. Yeah, the competition used to play on WM. People used to play the, 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 the tracks on the radio. And the, the, somebody used to judge the tracks off their iPlayers. Off their, remember that? Oh, uh, 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 iPod Roulette, yeah. Yeah, that was great. That was funny. Really... Have you got an iPod with you? No, I, I ain't got one with you, mate. You know, but, I should, but they, they stopped you from doing it, didn't they? They, they, those, those, they, they I was, a lot. I was about, about to blow the whistle on how much I was getting paid more than my female colleagues, and yeah, they well, silenced well, me, Bill. <laughs> but, um, you know, when you, you were asking people if they'd met Paul McCartney, and I told you that I'd sang in the cabin, and yeah, I, I sang a song for you on the radio WM. I saw her standing there. Um, remember that? Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say yes, it was a highlight of my uh, two years uh, there. Well, I think one of the best tracks they've done is Please Please Me. I think that's a brilliant record there. I don't know what you think about that. Well, she was just 17. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Please Please Me. You know, last night I said these words to my girl. Thanks for calling, Bill. Um, um, we can do... We, here's a good phone-in. Songs that start with a count-off. Okay. One, two, three, four! Okay, okay, let's... Let, let's okay, let's... Let, we got a game here. Beatles songs oh. that start with a count-off. Oh, God. You can go first. <clears throat> I've, I've given you one. We've, we've just you just got... shouted one, two, three, four. That's not yeah. giving me one. One, two, three, four! I've, oh, I've got... Oh, come on, this is great. Hang on a minute. Kyle, you in? Yeah, I'm in. Beatles songs, Beatles songs that start with a count-off. Well, it's got to be a cheeky cough. It's got to be Taxman. Whoa! Kyle's gone straight in there with the Taxman! Yes, sir! Catherine? I saw her standing there. Yes, sir! That was a guess. Um, Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band Reprise. I did it, buddy. I did it, buddy, buddy, bing bong. In you go. Next. Can you think of any more Beatles songs? Are you Googling? That start with a count in. No, I... Catherine, Catherine, is he trying to jip me? I think he's always trying to jip everyone. I'm not jipping. He's, honestly, he's a right dodgepot. I'm I'm jip... First of all, I don't know if we can say jipping anymore. Um, but I'm certainly, I am certainly not jipping you, Kyle. Um, okay. Got any more? No, I can only think of, uh, 
the version of Strawberry Fields uh, where he starts with, oh, no, Den Lark, where he starts with Sugar Plum Prairie, which they can't out. Well, well, first of all, we, we, um, first of all, Carl, I can only accept um, versions as they were released um, in their original format. Uh. And um, secondly, um, it has to be numbers, um, n- n- not words, I'm afraid. So um, it, does, it does sound like you did, me. I'll be honest. Um, no, well, no, Carl, no, no, no. I'm actually just going by the rules, Carl, and the rules are there, Carl, to, um, to make that. I, 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 I've got a few more if you want them, guys. Um, can I try? Yes, you can. What are you laughing at? Go on, then. Revolution? No. Okay. I would go, and I, I'm, it's been a long time since I've listened to these, so I would go with um, Dig a Pony in alphabetical That's order. That's not a real song. Ah, 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 dig a pony. Well, you can imitate everything you are. No, uh, he's, he's right. He's I would right also go right. with one, two, three, four. Don't let me down. Okay, here we go. One, two, three, four. All together now. All together now. All oh. together now. Um, and that's it. Those are those are the only ones that are on this. Um, one, engine. two, three, four. Jojo was a boy who thought he was a loner, but he was another man. Those those are the only ones I can find on this um, uh, search engine. On this, on this answers, this Yahoo answers. Yes, that is correct. Gosh, you're the only person who still uses Yahoo answers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did a funny noise there, but when I should have opened my mouth and I didn't, and it caused my throat to hurt. <laughs> um, Yahoo answers. Why didn't you ask Jeeves? I bet he knows. Um, well, I, I still consider myself a Yahooligan. <laughs> you plum. <laughs> sugar plum fairy. Um, speaking of sugar plum fairies, it's Kyle. Thanks very much. No, I was going to. Well, there's loads of things again. The past five minutes, it's, yes, uh, it's like a selection box. It is. It is. It's, um, what do they call all the chocolates are mouldy? No, no, no. What mm. do they call that um, um, thing when it's a, a board game? But there's like twelve games in there. Compendium. compendium. It's a compendium. Mm. A comp- we watched. I started watching Kyle. I've started watching over the past um, month or so. Two films that have the same premise. One of them we stopped halfway through. The other one, I left today with half an hour to go. It's a kid's film, and I'm going to watch... The, my boys watch the, the end of it. I'm going to watch the end of it tomorrow. It's so good. The fir- I'm going to say the first film, and you can see if, you, see if you can work out what the second film is, okay? They've got exactly the same premise, right? The first film was Jumanji. Jumanji. What's the premise of the film... Jumanji, Kyle. Yeah, I've never seen it. I'm tempted to say something like uh, the one that's set in the museum with Ricky Gervais. No, that's um, oh. Night at the Museum. And it's not Flubber. Okay. It's not Flubber. It's Jumanji. What happens in Jumanji is there's a board game. These kids find a board game, and as they play the board game, things come to life. So they'll they'll land on a, on a square, and it will say, you're about to be attacked by a tiger, and a tiger will appear in the house. It's that kind of stuff, right? But we stopped it halfway through because it was boring, really slow, okay? But then today, we started watching this film, and it was on Netflix, right? And it was good. Called, I don't know how it's pronounced. I, in fact, I don't even know what it's called. Z- Zarutha or something, right? And it's Tim Robbins, and he's got these kids, and um, he, but he's not got time for his kids. But they find this board game in the basement, and they start playing it, right? And the card comes out, and it says, um, 
beware the meteor shower. Oh. And they're like, well, this is rubbish. And then suddenly meteors, little tiny little meteors, start flying through the living room, through the ceiling, hitting the floor, right? And um, so they're flying, 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 and they manage to avoid it. And then they look out the window, and the house is floating in space. And they've got to play this game. And the film is absolutely brilliant. But could you not use that uh, concept with your radio show one night? Just do, like, uh, people phone in. And obviously you'll rig it, because you always do. But uh, And just play a board so, game against hang you. On, hang on a second. Um... No, do you know what? I'm feeling generous. I'm going to let, let that it go. I'm going to let that one pass. Um, right. But uh, because and tonight's show, as we've said, isn't canon. So when Carl calls in again, that no won't be, that won't be in the Bible. No. Um, so it's not canon. So that's absolutely fine. Actually, Carl, you, you, I'm going to let you get away with that. Um, oh. um, so that's five points to you. Um, but the score is reset to zero tomorrow when it's oh. it's, it's back in the Ian Lee verse. Um, yeah, whatever, whatever you just said, yeah, fine. What did you call him? I don't know where I'm going with this. What did you call him for, man? Well, well there's lots of things, because I remember seeing... Uh, well, I'll, do you know what? I'll just, I'll just tell it's the best one. When you do your Manchester voice... Yes. Which is like, you know, all right, now that's one top one, lad. Hang on, well, well, hang on, why is he doing a Cockney voice to d- do my... Uh, that's very much how hey, you sound. I'm from Manchester, and I will, I will shank you off. Wow. Why <laughs> Well, no, it, it sounded like a, a former disgraced lead DJ. I know. Which, well, it did a little bit. I know. He's oh, got. He's God. only got one default I, setting for his northernness. Now then, I will. What I am going to do is mm. I am going to. I, I don't know. To me, that's like proper Manchester. Hang on a minute. I've got to get take this call because Dennis doesn't accept withheld numbers. Dennis, you're on the air. Hello. How are you? Hey, I'm Dennis. I'm going to shank you off. Why? I, I've got a shank. Why? 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 Because I, cause I don't like your pies. That's why. What bloody pies? The, the, your pies with gravy. Make, make me want to... Make me want to... Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Stop, stop talking rubbish. Now, listen. You, you, you can touch that little lad who had his hands replaced. Yeah, we, we, yeah we, we've got him on now. He's on the line now. Is he? Well, so, say okay, hello to him for me, will you? Kyle, Dennis says hello. Dennis, I've waited so many years to speak to you, but I'm sorry that I have no hands, but I've waited years to speak to you. Hello, Dennis. Hello, well, give it. If you've got some hands, slap him around the chop for me, will you? Okay, Dennis. Violence. Thank you, Dennis. Violence. That's the older generation solution to everything. Hence, what, what, one, and what, what, eleven. Kyle, what is the point of this call, please, caller? Well, I remember being in a pub in Manchester, and the only way that I learnt the proper Manc accent, because even though I live about 12 miles away, there's some bloke came in, and he said, all right, uh, do you want to buy a camera? And that was the only way that I learnt the accent, was do yous, so you put an S on the end of it, do yous want to buy a camera? Did you buy the, did you, did you buy the camera? I think you'll find he said, do yous want to buy a camera? Oh, did yous buy the camera? Uh, I, I didn't, but I bought 20 Dodgy Benson. Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, it's a good series, Benson. It was, it was, uh, it was a good series, Benson. I enjoyed that. Who was in it? It was, um, Robert Gil- Gilliard. He was, um, a butler, wasn't he, Benson? It was a spin-off from Soap. About, hello? Hello? Is this on? Anybody? Benson? He was a butler. Shouting it at me is not going to make me remember it. it was, he was played by Robert Gilliam. No. He was a butler. It was okay. a spin-off from Soap. Good. Uh, God, uh, flipping. I'm, I'm working with absolute 
babes in the wood here. <laughs> I meant babes as in, like, youth, not as in, like, wah, not like that girl in the silver bikini in Love Island. Um, anyway, uh, well done, Kyle. You've succeeded in your plan to stop me talking about um, Cars 3. The, the next hour is going to be a Cars 3 special. Good. Uh, I, w- I was watching it with my boy, my boys, and... Um, as if you see, right, if you've seen Cars Three, can you? F- uh, uh, there's something I need cleared up. Is some of it real? Because w- it's a cartoon, right? The cars was, with eyes, right, and mouths. But and I was watching it, and I leant over to my eldest and said, "Is this all cartoon?" He went, "Yeah." I said, "But, but that looks real." I am convinced that some of it is real. And then I was watching it, thinking, "Well, why would they have gone out to a, a dust track in the desert?" And filmed some, really filmed some cars with eyes and, 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 and mouths. And I was, it was a very, very confusing hour and a half. You were asking your boy, were you? Yeah. How old is he? He's seven. Okay. Yeah. So it begins. <laughs> Talk radio. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, another hour to go, dear listener. Um, if you are joining us because you saw the advert in the sun, well, congratulations, you win £5. Simply go to your newsagent tomorrow and tell them I said you could have £5 and they will give it to you. This is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind to kiss and tell, but I've been seen with Farrah. I've never been with anything less than a man. So fine, I've been on fire with Sally Field, gone past with a girl named Bo. But somehow they just don't end up as mine. It's a death-defying life I lead. I take my chances. I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my we, We've got to stop this broadcast because um, there, is, there, is um, there is some breaking news. There is some breaking news. Um, Sam Fox is coming on the show. Mm-hmm. And we've been sent... Uh, well, uh, We've been set the Fox Box. It's a box set. It's called Play It Again, Sam. The Fox Box. That is that's genius. <laughs> that is genius. Do you remember the scandal when Sam Fox appeared on top of the pops and she had jeans on, but she turned around and it's like a t- like an inch cut out of the bum of a jean. A huge scandal. Yeah, that was a great song. Touch me, touch me. I want to feel your body, your heartbeat next to my. Well, yeah. it's going to take a bit of work to get our hearts beating next to each other, Sam. But <laughs> I like, I like, um, you know, I take your point. But then, on, so CD one is the singles. CD two is rarities and remixes. I'm going to enjoy, um, going to enjoy going through that, including her version of "Gimme Shelter" with Hawkwind. Gosh. Um, then. DVD, then you get CD three is is DVD one the videos and DVD CD four is DVD two bonus footage. Bonus. Um, I'm going to ignore that actually because I think that you're better than that. Uh, you speak languages and you're a mother. <laughs> um. So I got those kids the, somehow. The punishment. What will just be the guilt that you'll carry around for saying that. So. Um, so it's all the videos, touch me, do you, do you, hold on tight, nothing's going to stop me now, I sur- all, all, naughty girls, um, all of these songs. Gosh. Then at the end it says, track 2020 20 is Call Me with Sabrina. Right, 
I'm guessing it's, it's not video. It's not Spania. I reckon it's the um, Blondie Cormac. And then if you go to CD4 DVD 2, DVD 2 bonus footage, Call Me With Sabrina, behind the scenes. Um, so, but, so when is she coming on? I know. Okay. Uh, that's great. Great producing there. <laughs> Here we go. So this is, this is um, Sam Fox. Eventually is the answer. She will. Oh, that's hard. Are you all right? Yeah. But so, um, yay. Hey, you're fine, man. So this is Samantha versus Sabrina. Versus. And there's their um, song called Me. I don't know how much of this I'm going to be able to take. Um, so, well, I'm just going to skip past this advert. Mm-hmm. 03444991000 is the phone number. Um, there we go. Here we go. There we go. This is it. And. There's Sam Fox. There's Sabrina. I know who you are. Come above your connection. I know where you're coming from. Call me on the line. Call me, call me. Excellent stuff. I'm going to enjoy watching that. Four outstanding points. One of which is yeah. good voices. Yeah, yeah. And this is the thing. You know that Sam Fox is a huge star in India. She's been in Bollywood movies and stuff. I mean, like, she's played to uh, 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 tens of thousands. She, she will draw huge concerts in India. Mm. She, huge concerts. She's got a good voice. They both got good voices. I mean, you know, it's probably. I, I mean, know. that's not... I mean, it wasn't the most you, natural of remixes, if but... If you watch the video, they're, 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 you know, they're fair play. They're, it's from, only from seven years ago. They're playing on their... their you know, the, but um, uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I'm looking forward so to, uh, to Sam Fox coming on the show. I hope we get to meet her. What I would like to do more of is going out and meeting people. Because mm-hmm. um, I know we do them on the phone, and sometimes we have to because it's people from America. Um, and, you know, that, of course, makes it convenient because they're daytime, our evening. Um, and we're very lucky in the number of people that have come into the studio. Um, but uh, it would be nice to go out and meet some people. Roger McGough, I'm hopefully going to meet in the autumn now. It's been put back to the autumn. That's happening. Going to go and meet him. Um, we we went on Twitter early on and asked for loads of suggestions for guests, and you were all, you came up with some. We got about twenty really really strong ideas. Yeah. So we um, I've emailed eighteen of them. Well I need done. to do two in the morning, but I, and I will. And there were some great suggestions there. And I've said to all of them that we can either give you a ring or we can meet you at the time and location yeah. of your choice. Yeah. Now, when we were in America, people were bang up for meeting face yeah. to face. Yeah. A bit more reticent in this country. I don't know why. What's happening with Bucks Fizz? Oh. No, I don't mean the interview. I just mean in general with those guys. When are they going to get back with Bobby G? Mm-hmm. Um, is that interview happening? Well, it's all gone quiet. They said we could meet at six in the morning, didn't they, when they did GMTV? Well, guys, I'm a, guys, I'm a big Bucks face fan, but I ain't meeting at six in the morning. Uh, we got um, Belinda Carlisle soon. Yes. Um, That's on the 8th. And... And possibly Narina Palo. Oh, that was it. That was the one. But on you it. need to check your times for that. I'll check my times. What, what time did you think? It's the 1st of August, he said. I mean... 
I mean, uh, I haven't got my diary. I mean, when when uh, I was emailing her personally, she was happy to come in at 10 o'clock at night. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, yes, I'm sure that'll be fine, but I just need to double, double check it. I love Narina Palo. I think she's absolutely flipping brilliant. What a voice. What a songwriter. What a uh, skilled instrumentalist. She really is the whole package. Um, uh, I think she's. I think she's absolutely brilliant. I met her once briefly at Sky, and I got uh, all tongue-tied because um, I, I didn't know what to say. I got a bit. I got um, a bit fanboyed. Anyway, oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. So and I've got to take my flipping eye. My iPhone is going in tomorrow. I cracked the screen. Not only did I crack the screen, right? I shut it in a door. I was going. Why won't this door shut? Doom, doom, doom. Doom. Oh, there's my phone. Oh, no. So not only had the glass shattered, but it was like, you know, like the ink had leaked everywhere. Uh, and it was all over the place. And I thought, I can't live with this because it makes me very anxious. Because, you know, because I'm nuts, right? So that anxiety was building. And then I couldn't even use the touchscreen. So this all happened on Sunday at three o'clock in Dorset. So then I go online trying to find somewhere in Bournemouth or nearby that has, um, has, uh, that can fix it there and then. And I found a place in Boscombe, right? If you've never been to Boscombe, dear God, please don't go. It, honestly, it's awful. This is a reference for my sister, basically. It's like the Britwell Estate by the sea. It's the strangest, strangest place. And I felt, I kept saying like, to my kids, this is, you could see Bournemouth just down the line. Uh, 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 anyway, so these lads fixed my phone for 50 quid in half an hour. But now the screen is all dark with a slight bluish tinge and here's the lesson that I, I have lived this lesson so many times but i've never learnt it buy cheap buy twice and i have lived that le- hundreds of times and i never le- i mean i had to get it fixed because I, I was stranded without a map i had to go on google to get directions to this place and write them down and then i had to stop at a pet station on the way and ask where how to get there imagine well, like in the olden days yeah yeah it was like my, i felt like my dad and me and my sister in the back it was wonderful um but so they fixed it but now it's a darker screen so i've got to go and it, it, apparently i've been told to replace a screen on an iphone 6 in apple 130 pounds dear god it's a license to print money so um What's this? As a diligent sum reader, says Edith, I think your pleasure of Sam is insincere. Sam's cover with Hawkwind was war picks, guys. Um, um, I'm holding up. Um, hang on a minute. How do we find the history of uh, what they've... Uh... Oh, it's you, you muppet. It's that stoner we spoke to the other day. <laughs> it, no, it, it, give me shelter with uh, with Hawkwind. It's real. Uh, let's go to Andre. Good evening, Andre. Oh, hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm t- oh, hey! Is that Ian? Is that Andre? <laughs> yeah. All right, mate. How are you doing? How are you doing? Yeah, yeah not, not too bad. Keep me packer up. What, what I was going to say to you, you know you're saying about your screen and you've got it fixed? Yes. There's a saying, if you don't trust someone or don't let them do something. There's another saying, but what, what I always used to like saying, never trust a hippie. As Malcolm McLaren would say. Yes. Um, Do you remember that saying? Um, I, no, it might be before your time, but... It, uh, it, on, what, what was you going to say? Yeah, I've got... Sorry? N- yeah. Okay. Uh, no, no, go on. Okay. Um, and so what have you called him for? 
Don't know, really. I, don't, I just dialed the number and I got through. <laughs> I, have, I don't know why. Have you seen the movie Cars 3? No, not Have yet, you seen no. any of the Cars movies? No, I've seen a few, uh, you know, what, what's that, what are them other DVD ones? Um, Por- pornography? No, not them, no, not them ones. Uh, them car ones in Hong Kong and Japan and all that, what are they called? Them car ones in Hong Kong? Yeah, New York and Japan and all that. Oh, um, Fast and Furious. Yeah, that's the one, yeah. <laughs> How did I get that I, I, from that drunk idiot? Yeah, I've seen them. Yeah, I've never seen a Fast and Furious film. And the thing is, they're making no. so many of those F and Fs that soon, percentage-wise, the, 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 the chance that there'll be more of those films than any other movies in the world. Yeah, they're brilliant. They're really good, yeah. Good acting, good, good stories. Yeah, there's about five of them, aren't there? There's about, no, there's about ten, I think, now. Is there? Probably yep. I'll have to go and get some more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so, um... Hello. What was I going to say? Don't trust a hippie. Yes. Um, keep your pecker up. Okie dokie. Don't walk before you can run. Yeah. Don't tie me with the same brush. Don't drink too much. Don't... Who <laughs> <laughs> said that? Well, why, why is that, then? I don't think anyone's ever said that to you, and, um... Don't... I don't... That's... That's what I'm saying I don't believe in. Here's another one. Don't drink and dial. <laughs> don't drink and dial, no. Because you, you might spill it. Yeah. There we go. Um, yep. Uh, anyway, Kirby Cafe, you and all, I haven't spoken to you Oh, I'm massive. I'm absolutely massive. I've eaten loads of cheese this weekend. Have you? Yeah. I went Two-legged on a ch- mouse? <laughs> Two-legged mouse, yeah. Yeah, w- right. I- what, why have you been eating so much cheese? I went on a cheese and wine um, course at this oh, very yeah. 80s hotel and do you know what it set me off I couldn't stop once Is I started it? oh I couldn't nice stop one. yeah it was delicious yeah that's, that's good for your calcium and a bit of wine and that you can't beat it yeah exactly especially at my age eh? oh, how old are you how old do you think I am oh, how old do you want me to think you are I don't know how old do you think I want you to think I I'm am. getting a boner <laughs> how old do you want me to be Kev? I reckon you're about 65 Oh, do you, you know, mind? as old as my dad. Nah, not that old. Nah, you, I reckon you're about 40 odd, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know. I've, I've never seen you. I've only seen a picture of you. No, I told you I'm 25 stone, though, didn't I? Oh, that's all right. Covered in anyway. scales. Yeah. Yeah. A bit fishy. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to go now. I've had, me, I've had me say, I've had a little chat. I think he's finished. I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you tomorrow, yeah? At least he says goodbye. Normally they hang up. I know. No, I don't. No, good evening and uh, good morning. To sit, talk to you later, yeah? There we go. He's finished. Good evening and good morning, everyone. <laughs> I think I need to work on my patter. I need to keep him on the phone longer, don't you? Isn't that how it's done? Yeah, it's how you make your money, yeah. But you, you're, um, you've got a heart. <laughs> There's um, a story that might interest um, you two. A couple brazenly bonk oh. at a bus stop in front of stunned onlookers. <laughs> the pair... Did the stunned onlookers take a picture? They filmed it, yeah. It was so horrified. The pair <laughs> were filmed getting frisky on Friday night. The woman straddles the bloke after hoisting up her skirt on the bus stop bench. All right, I know it's done. As pass that right, okay. What did passers by shout? It's a very British thing. Oi oi! Hey, <laughs> she's got it! <laughs>
Passes, passes, passes by shout. Oi, oi. <laughs> what does that even mean? Oi, oi. Do you know what I think it means? Right. I think it's from the same root as oye, oye, right? Which yeah. is what a town crier would sing, say. But that's from the Latin for listen, listen. Yeah. Well, you didn't really want an answer When to that, I did asked you? what does that really mean, I, 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 didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't care. As passers-by shout... Oi, oi! ...and laugh, then the man... This is the most British thing ever. So it's Thumbs two... Up. No, not quite. So there's two people bonking at a bus stop. Some passers-by shout, oi, oi! The man does a very British thing in response. It's not thumbs up. Um... Flicks them the Vs. <laughs> <laughs> there's a picture of him flicking them the Vs. As passers-by shout oi, oi! and laugh, the man flicks them a two-finger salute. <laughs> he then gets back to business. Oh, God. <laughs> One disgusted local is heard saying, Are you for real? A witness told the son there were people wanting to take a seat and wait for the bus, but they just carried on like they were at home. There was no shame. At one point... Go on. At one point, the crowd looking at them thought they must have just been dry humping. <laughs> but as you got closer... How close did they get? You could see the man's privates. <laughs> and the woman's underwear down by her ankles. Here's the quote. It was a disgrace. <laughs> who said that? There's no name, is there? The man who filmed the clip <laughs> said the romp lasted half an hour. He said... I'm not sure if they were drunk, but it was 1am and they looked like they'd been on a night out. I don't know why they just could, couldn't just get a hotel room. The, the, the banging couple. Oh, no. Risked arrest for outraging public decency in Holloway, North London. <sighs> Last month, a boozy couple were filmed having sex in front of a pub in London. At one stage, the woman in her 20s performed... This is the end of the story, no. right? This is the last sentence of the story. At one stage, the woman in her 20s performed a sex act on her Romeo as he groped her bum. <laughs> Late night, Ian Lee. On air and off the list. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So we went to see Cars 3. Right. We had a really packed Thursday afternoon, Friday. We got, because we got there Thursday, about two o'clock, and we noticed that just down the road there was a stables, and the boys had never been horse riding, and I said, oh, let's, before we go to the beach this, this afternoon, why don't we go and see if we can book in for horse riding? And we went in, and uh, the fella said, now we're all booked this weekend. We got something in half an hour if you want to do it. I said, oh, yeah, perfect. So we stayed there and we the, the boys went horse riding and they loved it. It was only like half an hour. It was, well, it was about 40 minutes in the end. And I thought they were just going to get led around a field a bit. But they um, they got taken through the woods and stuff on these horses. And the, my youngest was very scared. And he started crying. He said, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I said, well, I'll come round with you. I won't go on a horse, but I'll, I'll walk around with you. You've got these, these um, young ladies who were, um, one of them was uh, in a... First year of training to be a vet, so I was chatting to her about you know, vets and stuff like that. Um, but you did a first year of veterinarian. College, um, yes, yes, I did. 
Uh, and it's interesting you raised that. Yeah. Um, what did you get thrown out for? Um, uh, thrown out. It's a strong. Thrown out is a is a is a very strong word. They. I was. I. I was asked not to return. Mm. Um, I think it was because um, I was too good at um, uh, vetting and stuff. Uh, yeah, okay. that, that's not what they said in the letter. Obviously, they had to make up an excuse and sex with a, um, a, a, a dead dog. <laughs> but there is no, there is no video evidence. Well, there is video evidence of that. But I'm the one that's got the video, so I don't even know how they. I don't even know what they were talking about. They'd seen it because I've got the only. Anyway, anyway, we're going off on a tangent. Uh, and my youngest didn't want to do it, but he got on and he did it, and he was he was. It, it, there was one bit he, he was just giggling really giggling proper not laughing it was <laughs> and i said what are you giggling for and he said to 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 make it move i've got to say come on now and he thought that was it come on now he thought it was hilarious and the young ladies um that took the boys around it was my two boys and another one they were brilliant they were like 18 19 20 and you know sometimes 18 19 20 year olds aren't always great with kids mm. but these these girls were absolutely spot on they were asking about school and oh they were br- absolutely blown away by, by by how good they were and halfway through my youngest said daddy can we do this again and can you not walk around with us next time which was was was, was um really good uh, but so we packed i don't even know why i'm saying so we packed the days all the days were packed okay um and when we were in bournemouth we um went to see cars three um and i'm not a massive fan of the cars movies it's cartoons right i don't get how you can engage with cars well i'm i'm not particularly but, but racing cars okay um cartoon but it is voiced by owen wilson who i think and i know he does some crap now and that is primarily because he tried to kill himself you remember when he tried to kill himself Mm. and he was i think he was quite heavily into drugs i don't know but he tried to kill himself and ever since then part of me thinks he's lost his bottle a bit part of me thinks you know uh, there must be some insurance problem with having him on a movie set i don't know but he's done he's done some rubbish but i think owen wilson is one of the most watchable people in hollywood i in the royal tenenbaums he's great bottle rocket is fantastic i could i just i just love watching him and so he voices lightning mcqueen the star of the thing and um i was i was captivated by cars three like i say some of it looked real there's some bits filmed in the desert where i was thinking i was really squinting and my eyes are going a bit. i'm gonna get my eyes tested because they're going to look for, i was going is that it looked real i asked my seven-year-old i said is that real she said, no it's all a cartoon i said but that looks incredible and the reflection of the light on the cars was in, it was incredible right but not only that i thought it was a bloody good story right it's about um uh, it's about aging it's about learning your limitations it's about young people coming up literally coming up from behind you and metaphorically coming up from behind you because they're racing cars um it's about um legacy it's about being able to let go and move i was i mean for a bloke who's you know in now in his mid 40s and i'm doing death maths all the time, right? 18 years off the age my dad died. I'm 12 years off the age my mum went to a care home. So I'm watching this. I was blown away by it. Absolutely blown away by it. It was quite a deep um, movie. And it was, and it was, you know, it was, it was kind of... Did the was, kids get it? Or was it one of these that's oh, really en- pitched at the grown-ups? They just enjoyed... No, no, no. No, it was a kid's one. They just enjoyed um, the, the, the fast cars. Okay. 
but it was um it was thoroughly enjoyable although we bought the most expensive popcorn in the world i said it was it was a con because you had to get the popcorn and then take it to the counter and i said go and choose so they had all they they didn't have any small tubs on display big one mm. and then of course the boys and then the boys saw the big ones with ch- sweeties on the top. That's the new thing now. No. Put, oh, no, you've got to make a decision. You're going sweets no, no, or no. popcorn. This, well, this is it. So they've got, like, minstrels and, and tiny little Oreos on the top. And it, they, they melt and they taste nice. But here's the thing, right? So that was, like, £7.50 per tub. What? But the minstrels and the Oreos, they're only on the top. They're not mixed up inside. They're only on the, they're only on the top. So you, once you've eat, once you pick those off, you just got popcorn. Of course, they didn't eat all of that um, popcorn. But um, I enjoyed Cars Three. Um, I would recommend Cars Three. There were some great set pieces, some um, some very funny um, routines, fun for all the family. I give it two thumbs up. Excellent. Is okay. um, the um, I, I had more to say on it, but I forgot what I was going to say. It'll come to you. It probably won't. This is happening more and more is that um, things are slipping from my mind. My eyes are going, um, and and I keep starting these trains of thought that mean so much to me. And then halfway through it, it's like the thing talking about the black people on the beach. I was going somewhere with it. I can't remember. And then I've written down Cars. I had somewhere to go with it for Cars 3. And I just can't remember where I was going. I just can't remember. But Owen Wilson's good actor. Yeah, he is good. He is a good actor. He's got a very characterful face. His brother's good as well, Luke. He is. is he, if he, I had to choose, though, I'd go Owen. I, I wanted to see, see them do more movies. Have you ever seen Bottle Rocket? No. Oh, mate. That is a movie. <laughs> that is a movie. I'm going to lend you the uh, the DVD. You've that. said that to me before. I've never seen it. No, it's great. I've it's Luke Wilson... It. And Owen Wilson, and it's the it's I think it's the first film directed by Wes Anderson. Oh, and it's it's a cult classic. I watched it again recently, and it really I was worried it really stood the test of time. And Owen Wilson, I think, plays it's never mentioned, never addressed, but I think he plays someone who is um, is uh, mentally challenged, mm. but it's never really kind of addressed. But there's obviously something. There's obviously something going on because he's, you know, he's a grown man, but he's acting kind of a bit like a sort of 15, 16 year old. Um, oh, it's a good film. It is. A good well, film. I look forward to probably not seeing it because you'll forget again. I'm t- well, here's, a, here's an idea. Cinemas, if you want my money, screen all of the Wes Anderson films back to back and I would go. I'd probably nip out during the Life Aquatic. Probably. Um but I'd certainly be back in time for the Darjeeling Express, and and um, uh, I'd make sure I'd add a, a good wee before uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. I love Wes Anderson, love it. The Royal Tenenbaums. I mean, I saw you stifling a yawn. That's I haven't fine. seen that either. You can yawn. You not, can yawn. It's not because you're boring me. It's because I'm actually well, tired. Yawn, yawn. If you want to yawn, I'm not one of those bosses. That, bosses. Yeah. I know what boss. Uh, well, I. Yeah, well, I kind of am. No, you're not. Uh, well, I mean, totally it's... not my boss. Yeah, but it's my, no. it's my name. Yeah. Well, nah. okay. Yeah. Can we just turn her mic off for a second, please, Sam? It's my name. It's my name above the door. 
Um, and um, so I kind of am your boss. And I don't want to labour that point too much, Catherine, because it's, it's going to cause tension. But, um, well, whose mic is on and whose is off? He doesn't realise. Well, Actually, I think he does. I am I am fully behind the BBC gender pay gap. I think it's a good thing. It's well, I think it's a good thing because it's the BBC upholds traditional values mm. and the values that women shouldn't earn as much as uh, men who are obviously better than them. Um but men work harder because of um I'm going to say it periods and babies. So uh, I yes I think the gender pay gap is good but to preserve my um liberal image I'm going to say that it's bad and I really hope that, that all you girls and ladies I really wish you the best of success and best of luck because come on girls if you pull together if all of you girls pull together, you can do the work of a man. Um, 0344 499 is the telephone number. Your thoughts on that, please. Ladies, do um, get your husband's permission before picking up the phone. Give us a call. This is Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. You can call in. We're talking nonsense. A quick recap, then we'll dive into the papers. Um, Northern British, English Northern singers that sound Northern. Not, and don't just say Chris Rea, because he doesn't at all. Chris Rea made a movie, didn't he? Directed by Michael Winner. Don't know, I'm not as old as you. Um, it was in the 80s. Yep. Called, it was in the 90s, I think it was called Hot Shots. I, can I just ask, is this going to be the thing for the rest of the show, rest of the week? How's this going to play out? Just so I know how to pitch m- my shtick. I don't know what you're talking about. Is it, I mean, is it, um, uh, how long are you on for? <laughs> it's a perfectly legitimate question. When do you come off? Is it the wow. start? Is, it, is this the start? It's the start of my note taken for the tribunal, yeah. Are we mid? Are we coming towards the end? All right, Donald Trump, keep talking. Okay. Okay, it's just... Just stop. Okay. Because you're you incriminating t- yourself. It was bad enough with the beach stuff earlier on. You can... Now you're starting on me. Talk to me. Mm. Do you need me to go to the all-night garage? Get you some, some stuff? I don't know. Can they remove a foot from a mouth? Well, okay. So I, I'd say it's, it's, I would say pretty early days. So we've probably got probably got the the rest of the week. Be fine by next Monday. Do you want me to get your hot water bottle? It's fine. If you rub your stomach no. in a clockwise Stop motion, it. that takes. Um, I've not. Some of the aggression now. <laughs> Here's a text. Kath makes the show. Yeah. It's insulting to say anything other of such an old woman. Now. Who's that from? They've not put their name on there. Yeah, now. they wouldn't, would they? They don't put their name on there. No, no, no. Um, Yuri Geller's up to his usual bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you can say that. Yeah, you can. Is he actually bending testicles? No, no, no. Because, you know, I think... I hate to boss you about, but in the name of accuracy and fairness, and I don't need to get into trouble, you can't say that. His name's pronounced Uri. Mm. Uri, I'm bent. What? On finding Egyptian treasure on my Scottish island. Uri Geller Uh. wants to excavate a Scottish island in search of treasure that he believes was buried by an ancient Egyptian princess. All I'll say is, if he does this, can an independent film crew film the whole thing and check his pockets before he starts digging? Just in case. The illusionist and psychic is planning an archaeological dig on the uninhabited Lamb Island in the Firth of Forth on the 5th of May. <laughs> no. He's, it's in the 5th or 4th. On the, on the 17th right, okay, of yeah, July. We get it, we get it. Off Scotland's southeast coast. Geller, 70 years old. Goodness. Um, bought the land, which is 100 yards long and 50 yards wide. We do once then. End of story. <laughs> the spoon bending TV personality says he has felt the I have felt the presence of metal, gold, diamonds and sapphires on the island. Now do it in his voice. Sapphires. Which he says was visited by ancient Egyptians. Geller plans to start Mate, you're seventy years old. Geller plans to start digging in two years. Yeah. Oh he's got to get a specially uh, reinforced shovel, otherwise it'll bend, wouldn't it? <laughs> Under the weight of his bullshit. <laughs> he says he has absolutely no doubt that you'll find hidden treasure by Scota. Sorry? Hidden treasure by Scota. What's that? The half-sister of Pharaoh Tutankhamun. Geller aims to locate the riches by divining. He said, there are things there that I know are precious. That's not bad. And are priceless. When I was on the island, I felt it. Enough of that, um, Geller. Focus on finding the gold. Eh? I will not keep what I find. I will donate it to the Scottish museums. It will shatter the idea of Scottish historians that the Egyptians never came to Scotland. Not just Scottish historians. Geller has visited Lamb once in 2010 when he explored the land with divining rods. A Scottish government spokesman, spokeswoman, excuse me, said he would need consent from Scottish National Heritage to excavate. Um, right. I like Uri Geller. Uh, uh, he used to come on a sh- TV show I did years and years ago. He used to come on it quite, quite often. And uh, once I got chatting to him about my mum, and then he saw me on the phone to my mum, and he said, oh, let me let me talk to her. Hello, Linda. Yes, this is Uri Geller. Did he magic her better? Um, no. No. Yes, he did, actually, Catherine. In a way, he did. Alan, stay there. I'll come to you in a minute, because I'm going to tell you a very heartwarming story. She was very ill with MS. She is very ill with MS. And um, he spoke to her about five minutes, and he sent her love and positivity. And she was thrilled, because in her world, Uri Geller is, you know, it was still a big star. It was like like having a movie star. She was, I can't believe Uri Geller spoke to me. She was absolutely thrilled. So, yes, Catherine, he, while he technically didn't cure her of multiple sclerosis, he probably could have done if he wanted to. He chose not to, and that's his decision. 
Um, it is not for us mere mortals to question that decision. Um, but he certainly made her feel like a million dollars. Um, you're listening to Talk Radio, the late night alternative with me, Ian Lee and Catherine Boyle. Yeah, whatever. Be gentle with her. It's um, tricky. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Pablo and uh, Alan, stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. But this is story that this is what the whole show was meant to be about. This is a great story. As someone who has an old cat, eighteen, nearly eighteen and a half. Okay. And um, I was worried because she's lost a lot of weight. She weighs next to nothing, but the vet can fix her, guys. The vet can fix her. She's got some tablets. and uh, She's going back in a uh, week Monday. I got a phone call from the vet the other day saying that her uh, urine sample was fine. There's no bladder infection, so it's just the... Thyroid. Thyroid, which they can fix. And have a look at this. This is brilliant. Aged 31 is Sasha, the world's oldest cat. I mean... Look at the state of Sasha. Sasha's oh thinking. Sasha's thinking. Please kill me, <laughs> dear God! Please kill me, kill me. The things she's seen. She. Uh, oh, this is great. Do you know who's written this story? Isabella Fish. Now, yeah, come on. This is this is nectar. She was badly treated when young, and has supposed has probably used up more than her supposed nine, nine lives. lives. Where does the nine lives thing come from? That, um, that's interesting, isn't it? Cats have got nine lives. I I would imagine it's from, um, okay, well, I was going to say literature, something like Lewis Carroll or C.S. Lewis or something like that. C.S. Lewis, is that person? Yes. Um, maybe it's an Egyptian thing because the Egyptians, if I was a pub, just work this out as though we were a pub quiz. Um, the Egyptians kind of, I don't know if they worship cats. They did worship did them, they? yeah. And then you had the Celts who used to bury a cat in the walls of the house when they bu- when they built a new house for good luck. Did they? A living cat? Uh-huh, yeah. That's nuts. I know, imagine. Um, I would, I would, oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand, if you know. We, we tend, sometimes we cheat, but we tend not to have Google in this show because I like asking people things. Um, but I, it, it, okay, if I were, ha- if I were pushed on mastermind, I would say it, it comes from the, um, the Egyptians. I would, I would say the Egyptians, nine lives. But I don't know. Anyway, after surviving her latest brush with death, Sasha the cat, I mean, Sasha's trying to kill herself, I think, really, <laughs> uh, has reached an amazing 31 years old. Twice, I'm sorry, there's a picture of her as a kitten and a picture of her now. I'm just trying to make sure it's the same cat here. Twice the normal lifespan and the equivalent of about 140 for a human. Now the tortoiseshell moggy could be about to enter the record books as the world's oldest living feline. Don't worry, there'll be some Chinese cat somewhere that'll come out and say, oh no, actually I'm 50. Always, Always do, don't they? Owner Beth O'Neill was warned that Sasha might not survive a recent life-saving operation to remove her growth in her nose. Oof. She rescued Sasha in 1991, believing her to be a kitten because she was so tiny and all skin and bone, only to be told by vets that the stray was actually five years old. Okay. So the vet said five years old. We don't... Here's the thing. You, you can't go to a cat, so how old? Have you got your birth certificate? They don't work like that. They can quit their teeth, though, can't they, that? Hang on a second. Uh, y- y- yes, line four. Hi, and I, it's oh. uh, Andre. Oh, yes, Andre. Oh. Yeah, do you know what a cat with nine lives is? Go on. It's a whip. As a cat and nine tails. 
Yes, a whip. Thanks very much for calling. Um, since then, the cat survived a deliberate attempt to poison her, broken ribs and a kidney disease. Um, Mrs. Uh, uh, the oldest cat ever was Cream Puff from Texas, who died in 2005, age 38. I might have another 20 years of velvet. I'll be dead by then. No, you can say something. That would be a shame. <laughs> uh, let's go through these calls, shall we, for goodness sakes. Um, we are a phoning show. Good evening, David. Hello, Ian. Oh, it's David Badcock. You got back in the house, OK? Did, did I ring earlier? Um, no. Yeah, no. Why? What's What's wrong? What's happened? Well, I was assembling my scale model of the HMS Art Royal. Yes. And the next thing I know, I, I, I'm, I'm naked and I've got a missed call. From, well, I've got a, uh, my last call was to you. I have no idea. Well, I, 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 I did no idea what you're talking about, David. Maybe listen to the podcast, yeah? Mm, okay, then. Mm. What now? Um, well, do, you what, do you what, David? Why don't you say hello to Alan? Morning, bro. Hello. Who? Hello, David. Who's Alan? It's me. Hello, have I spoken to you before, Alan? Well, I regularly call in. You must know the routine. No. Go on. You say you've never called the phone before? No. Go on. I'm usually on first at 10 o'clock. Right, man. We're all out of medals, so sorry about that. Um, what, what have you called in for? No, I was asking you that question. Sorry? What's asking you that question? What are you called in for? Well, well, I, I rang in, uh, Alan, because I'm stark naked and uh, I've got a lot of glue all over me. I don't think that's still a conversation for this radio. I'm about to tell him, well, I've got a new girlfriend. Oh, yes, what's her name? Valerie. Why won't you come on over, hey? It's not Amy Whitehouse. No, 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 it was an attempt at a joke, but it fell flat on its bottom. Um, uh, oh, 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 Amy Wilde or Tom? Well, is she like, is she nice? Does, does she like, um, chop suey? She's not Chinese. Well, I like chop suey and I'm not Chinese. Well, I'm a King Paul Chamberlain myself and I'm not Chinese. So we've established we're both not Chinese. But we love Chinese food. Right. Does, does, does she like chop suey or...? What's your favourite thing about her? Could you maybe... Right. I think your phone's a bit uh, dodgy. Right. And again? I don't think my phone's me. You don't think your phone's done? I mean, well, uh, it sounds like you're underwater. Are you underwater? Um, no, it sounds like Chewbacca. <coughs> quiet, shall we? Quiet. We've got to kill these jabronis. <coughs> what, what's that, Chewbacca? I know Darth Vader's a right idiot. 
You've heard a thing about Darth Vader? No. No, he's my favourite Star Wars villain. What, what, because of his nice little cape? No, the way he can use the dark side to choke anyone without touching them. You, you went to choking in that bondage? No. No, not that sort of choke. You sound, you, you, you sound, no. you sound like a guilty... Yeah, that's a, that's a guilty sounding man to me. What's that, Chewie? <laughs> right. What if if you were in Star Wars, who would you, which, which character would you be and why? He's gone. Who Chewbacca? I think it's my phone playing up now. <laughs> Who's that? Oh, uh, Pablo, hello. Pablo. How do you? If you were a Star Wars character, who would it be and why? Um, Yoda. Did you just, Did you just no, go over no. there? That was, that was merely a thought process in uh, audible form. Well, I don't fart when I think. <laughs> what are you doing it wrong? Who, who would it be? Um, Yoda for me. Yo, Yoda like... would it be? Oh, no, wait. Uh, oh, would it be Yoda? Mm, yes, it would. Is that Chewbacca? Mm. I told you not to go for. Well, um, as an old English proverb would say, a cat has nine lives, the three he plays, the three he strays, and for the last three, he stays. Um, and uh, Rushmore is a really good film, by the way. Right. Have you ever um, assembled a, a, a scale model of the HMS Art Row? No, HMS Pinafore, um, but uh, I was wearing a dress at the time. Right. Well, that that sounds quite odd. Well, what's your name, Dave? What's your name, Pablo? Um, Pablo. Yeah. Is that is that short for something? Um, Pablo Babylonicus. Right. If if you were stranded on a desert island, Pablo, what 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 item would you take and why? Um. I would take a scale model um, of um, Thunderbird Island. I think you find it's called Tracy Island. Well, there you go. That, that's what uh, that's what use we have. But you'd, you'd be on an island, so you'd, you'd take a scale model of a desert island to a <laughs> desert island. Indeed, but with automated uh, travel. Um, comprised by a skilled team of relatives right. who Pablo, are all I'm going to be honest with you. In. You're sounding very much like a person who farts when he thinks. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Well, a decent point, I do and I have. Every year when summer comes round 